The Money Store. Sunday. Night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from Garage. Uh, I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody, this is Conan and Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, what's your favorite radio station? Live from the barrage. Look at the cycle walks into this shit. Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound feet. It's gonna ever keep me down. Live. From the barrage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. It makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, people? John Hulan, fuck you. Uh, no. F you, my friend. Uh, it's Live from the Barrage, and we're back on the Zoom ah. and in the thing and with the, all the stuff, and everybody's here. And we got a big show for you. I want to say hello to uh, Adam. I'm just going to go in window order. We got Kazawa Power, myself, uh, Mr. Tommy Rockstar, coming up Hi. with the news. And uh, we have Paul Hanley is joining us uh, this evening. Hey. Handsome, handsome, handsome Paul Hanley is what I call him. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just gave, just gave you that he nickname. Pretty. Yeah, he is pretty. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> nah, you got a nice face. What do you, you got a, You got a, some kind of skincare regime? Uh, share it with us. You look good. <laughs> I know no, you do. Look how nice your face is. It's like. Doesn't show any signs of your 55 years on this earth. Listen, you've got big shoes to fill. You've got to comb your hair like Sola used to. And there he is, introducing Mario live from uh, Douglas, Douglas Tron. And, of course, our friend, our good friend and former castmate, uh, live from Seattle, Mr. Brian Musikoff. Thanks for joining yeah. us, Brian. What a treat. It's good to, yeah. uh, to see you and hear from you. What are you drinking there? A giant glass of water? Are you on the wagon? <clears throat> I got a giant glass of water. I'm taking it east on the booze these days. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. Uh, I, saw, I saw a giant glass of water. Right All right. And um, Ryan's going to be coming in live. He's what the hell? Running. Why am I sitting in my basement if Ryan's Because I can't there. do two days of Mario in a row. I can't do it. That was I can't fun do two in a row. Night. That was fun. Can't do two in a row. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> two days of Mario. You know, it's like... <laughs> what was it like? Uh, damned you know, if I do. I'm damned if I don't. I didn't don't. want you to leave, Mario, but... Uh, Remember Tommy? He was like, uh, we had a meeting or something. But he, yeah. Tom, uh, Mario was like, all right, I'm leaving. And this is like, I don't know, about five hours before you actually left. And Ryan showed up and we played the Ryan game. Yeah, then adult we found, version. Then we found Mario on a stoop corner across the street in your neighbor's house. That's right. You know, this guy, he's, he's, he's on the phone. And he's just sitting on my neighbor's stoop across the street. I'm like, what are you doing? The little squirts. <laughs> the little squirts are in trouble. Right. Your soccer team? Well, I had child two, soccer team. Life that brought you on radio. No, by the way, thanks for tuning in. Stage a demonstration on my field. I had two two parents who I believe are maskers, anti-maskers. Stage right. a demonstration. We're all oh. supposed to wear next the, week. Little squirts versus the anti-maskers. And uh, the first game starts. ESPN. Where's your neck gator? My mom says we're not supposed to wear them. And then the mom's like, "It's a safety issue. They could grab them and they could choke them. It's like a necklace. You're not allowed to have that." And then I realized I should have just said. You know what? Tommy has a story it's about neck gaiters later. It's the same as your shirt collar. It's the thing that fits around. It's the same as your shirt collar. 
Nobody's ever grabbed anybody in my 15 years of coaching soccer by Grab the neck. by the collar. collar. We have right. a big show That's, for you today. Um, but crazy, crazy. We <laughs> won again, shot, John. Shot, shot, shot right we out of it. Again. No, you didn't interrupt. You just start the, you start the show whenever you like. <laughs> All right. We won 2 nothing today. Go Congratulations ahead. to the little squirts. <laughs> and, uh, you, know, there's, you know, there's little children hey, playing soccer. And did, did, did you get, do you get, what do you, uh, do you get orange slices that you find behind the stop, the stop or something? Like the, the, the bruised fruit? <laughs> uh, orange no. slices were the best. Now, do you take them out for pizza or anything? No, it's, no, it's crimes. There's no more intermingling. It's, put your mask on, thumbs up, say the prayer, play soccer. Right. Now, so, so just like at my house, you show up empty-handed to the soccer game too. Play it? soccer at your own risk. <laughs> Is that the then, opposing uh, team, the interminglers? Ladies and gentlemen, once again, bruised fruit. They were not sanitizing their balls. Right. You're supposed well, to have a ball sanitizer. Yeah, well, hey, I, I will get back to that one second. I do want to announce our guest today. <clears throat> Andy Mulvihill. Yeah, look at that. Smooth. He's the author of Action Park, Fast Times, Wild Rides, and the Untold Story of America's Most Dangerous Amusement Park, available on Penguin Random House. Um, he's written a book about Action Park, which is a park that was in, uh, I believe, uh, was uh, Vernon, New Jersey? Mount Ma- Vernon. Mount Vernon, Vernon New Mount Jersey. Not, no, 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 not Mount right. Vernon. Yeah, Brian Musicoff, New Jersey Vernon. expert, please uh, clarify. Vernon. Wasn't Washington born there, George Washington? George Washington slept everywhere. The guy got around. It's, it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, Mount Vernon's was where Pete's from, but that's in New York. Vernon, New Jersey, right, Brian? I see, I Right, is a town, New Jersey, is Northern, Pro- New Jersey. Yeah, it's close to New York uh, state line. Like close, to, if you went over exactly. the New York state line, exactly. you'd be like in War- Warwick close, or something. Pretty damn close to Port Jervis and all that. Right, right, right. right. Vernon Valley, Great Gorge. So, that, anyways, so also, this guy built a park there, and uh, we, you know, many of us have been there. I've been there twice. Yeah, myself. raise your hand if you've been there. Everyone's got a story of uh, this I've dangerous park. I've been there like park. eighteen times. Boo, yeah. Adam. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's Ryan. It's Ryan in his car. Sheltered youth. The only the only thing scarier than going to Action Park is driving with Mario in the passenger seat. Uh, right. Listen, I just had a thought about that. Back then, when we started going to Action Park, you could drive through a speed zone while you were drinking a beer. Right, and, and that was inside uh, the park. No seatbelt, and that was considered safe. So you that was freedom. To, Are you complaining Park, about not being able to, to drive drunk with the, without a seatbelt on? off to Larry. It was 1978. I was 17 years old. I we did whatever we wanted. Right, what well, drug were you on? Good for you. All how, of them. how many? How many of my kids did you run over? You piece of shit. Who gives a shit? Unless you have to wear a seatbelt and not speed and drive drunk anymore. Those are the rules. America now. was a different place as we enter. Yeah, you into sound the, like one of those. Uh, the new totalitarian state we're about to discover in yeah. a few months. Is this the America was a different place back yeah. then. Right. Alpine slide on acid. I oh, I have real. a sound bite. Everyone, every, this is my, yeah, excuse me. This is my new, uh, I think there should be a rule that everyone but Mario needs to wear a motorcycle helmet at all times to protect the, <laughs> the populace. I mean, what, what better episode for Friedman and Sanchez to sponsor on the Action Park episode? Oh, I got him on, on the speed dial here. Can you guys hear my, my sound bite? Go ahead. Play it. No, no, no. Live from the broadcast here on Radio Nope. Once again, uh, ruining my show. Take, take it off your memory stick, dude. Yeah, so we're going to talk to Andy. That's going to be at 8 p.m. Eastern. Just, uh, I don't know, about 50 minutes from now, we'll be speaking to him. Talk about the book. Seems exciting. It's right up our alley, subject-wise, subject matter-wise. And uh, everyone's got an Action Park story. That's why Paul Hanley, Brian Musicoff is here. And uh, Brian says he's been there 18 times. He's full of shit. There's no way he went 18 times. Oh, yeah. You did two, three times a summer. Would you save the stubs? 
No, you get a Coke can with a coupon on the back. No, that's Great yep. Adventures, Darv. Ah, my arch enemy. Great Adventures in Dorney Park. They're trying to take me down. Wild hey, Water Kingdoms. Yeah, hey, wait a minute. Talks about that in the book. Right. They, they were in competition yeah. with Dorney Park. That's correct. Yeah. And Great Adventure. Right. And yeah, they true. also talk about in the book how they advertised uh, at McDonald's and on the back of Coke cans. Yeah. So, and also it was like oh. in the, it would be like in the Penny Saver or like those free papers you picked up on the way on way yeah. into like a jersey it, deli or it was, or real it was estate. 14 dollars to get in and if you had a coupon you could get it in for 12 wait what year no, the, the place has been open 20 years what year 70s no that's, that's way expensive 80 14 bucks yeah that was what it was i can sit at home and hit myself over the head with actually a i told you we stopped going because back then i i was cheap and i still am but i right, thought back 14 then, was yeah, too sure. expensive but it's really expensive. Action Park, so we found Nudie 44 for free. It's in New Paltz. All right. Well, we're going to talk next, next week, the author of Nudie Falls, uh, Fast Times. <laughs> hey, and, Mario Sara. Yeah, no it's like, pants. Yeah. Hey, hey, Ryan Collison, did you ever get hurt at Action Park? I did, did get say, hurt. Hey, we'll wait till you come in. Your microphone sounds like shit. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm driving on Utopia Parkways right now. Yeah. So. Are you driving? I can't see. Stop. I want to hear your story on a microphone because uh, I can't take Okay, okay. We'll wait on thank that. you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna mute out then. Cool. All right. All right. Okay, Ryan. See you soon. See, notice it when someone's when someone's close, they would say like they're oh I'm right I'm almost there. But that that that's how you know he's far away because he didn't say anything. <laughs> he can still hear you. You know that, right? Yeah. What show oh, do you my, think you're on? My balls. <laughs> my balls. So about the price of admission of Action Park, uh-huh. it's you know it was part of a ski part of a ski resort part of a ski slope. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. And also that that went along with the ride at your own risk. You know, if you go down a ski slope, it's you right. cover your own ass. If you can't ski, then don't fucking go sure, on. Sure, there's well, right. well, that was the right, whole gist. Right, I have to say, right every two seconds. The way we're talking about, um, yeah, I wanted to ask uh, Andy about uh, assumption of risk, things like that. Well, that's why it's got an alpine vibe because it was in the, the the luxurious mountains of New Jersey. So alpine vibe on the alpine slide. It's still open today. No, it is not. Yeah, it's, no, actually, called, it, it's it called is. Mountain Creek. No, Mountain that's Creek. not Action Park. Yeah. They took all the rides down. Read the book, for God's sake. Yeah, it's, it, it's about a million but they put, times They have more rides. They have rides there. Yeah, now. all the Action Park rides, pretty much, they, they tore down and put some new horse no, Of course, yeah, but, yeah. but like they, Mario's saying they still use the sacred grounds of Action right. Park. Yeah, but we right. don't, you know, we're going to... Sorry, not the people. They only move the headstones. Pay my respects. Have a little piece of... As to whether or not... The Alpine slide is still there. I think it might be. I know there's there's one in Camelback. Yeah, they use it as an irrigative ditch. Yeah, it's, it's overgrown monorail and shit like that. Wait, are they they trying to uh, move the flow of the uh, the water off the mountain? No. Probably. Alpine slide had, was the one ride that didn't have water. It was like, I know, I know. Ah, we can't get it up there to the top. No water. Just to put it's a skateboard on a on a tiny patch of concrete. It goes all the way down the mountain. Good fucking luck, pal. I said this on last week's episode. I was trying to build something like that uh, here uh, down my driveway. Try to build my, an uh, alpine slide, right? Yeah, through like a ditch, irrigated ditch. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, yeah. Guys, Brian, go ahead. Guys, oh, I was going to say, uh, talking about the chasing water. Chasing me down right? for 50 bucks. He's going to build an alpine slide. In his back, uh, <laughs> right. Hey, I'll, uh, I'll kickstart that. Um, kickstart this. The water at Everett Action Park, I think, was fucking freezing it came Bet, down from right. the top of the mountain yes. and it was murky and gross and it was chlorinated well, it was actually pool water it wasn't cool. direct from the springs from, from like the springs but it was fucking freezing wait to they the didn't heat that stuff nah, you no, 100 million gallons of water you can't you heat. right tommy on a, on a 90 degree day 
we'd be psyched to jump in the water. I, my favorite thing was the Tarzan swing or the cannonball. Oh, yeah. 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 Those are so, the two favorites, yeah. But when you hit the water, it's so fucking cold that I remember my feet mm-hmm. cramped up so bad. <laughs> Not my muscles in my legs or my arms. My feet cramped up so bad that it was actually hard to, to move. Yeah, you just claw yeah. up immediately. It's just a shock of really, the Really, 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 really scary. You know, the, I, I forgot about I had forgotten about that, Brian. I'm glad you mentioned that. The water was freezing freaking cold. Fucking freezing. Oh, it sounds like the Wim Hof method over yeah, here. Ryan is here. Right. I, I was wrong. I would have lost day. that bet. Hey, Ryan, how's it going? 100 degree day. Like, you're like, you're like oh, this is great. I'm going to jump in the holy fucking shit. This is freezing. Yeah. Oh, also, it's, there were bad fights at Action Park. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's, like, you know, gangs and stuff. It's just to no, add an extra element of danger to going to a water park in New Jersey. You might have to get into a fight. You might have to well, defend they, yourself. Everyone, just, there was beer everywhere. So everyone just everywhere. got wasted. Yeah, also, they sold beer. Yeah. <laughs> also, the, the queues, like the lines you went on, it was basically just a staircase. So it was a bum rush. So there was a lot of fights between, you know, who was who was who on the lines, or right. there was a lot of heckling. For example, if hey, you're going chief, on the ropes, there's a line back here. Yeah, there was a lot of people on steroids and everything then too. You know, yeah, a, a lot, lot of, of a lot of that hey. personality going on. Hey, oh, Ryan, yes, so tell us about. Hey, I Brian. have my injuries. T- tell us about your Nothing injuries. major. I skinned my elbow on the Alpine slide Aww. once, which is no big deal, but that's, that's the little one. Yeah, but I, mean, I smashed awesome. myself in the mouth right here oh, hey, no. on the Uh-oh. cannonball. Do you know which one oh, that is? Cannonball yeah, is so this we're gigantic. Talk about that. Oh, yeah. Went down 45 degrees. Yeah. And, uh, oh, sorry, Tommy, I'll put it on landscape. Yeah, and then it um, had a, uh, a loop at the end. And then No, it, no loop. It just made a, no, it made it a hard right. Too. And then it dropped you into the into yeah. that freezing water but the, you were but just the talking about. But the tube was like completely filled with water, which seems like a terrible it idea. Was, I never went on it. I looked I, at it, when, I and I was a that. child. I looked at it and go, nah, that doesn't look right to me. I'm at. So when I made that turn, I smashed, smashed my with my knee because I was this gangly kid, you know. I was, yeah. And uh, I was six foot three and 140 pounds, you know. As opposed to the uh, 500 and right, foot three frame that pounds. you announced. I've, I've put on 80 pounds since then, but uh, <laughs> but I said, so six myself foot three, holding up. Yeah. Ryan, unlike Great Adventure or other amusement parks, these rides had nothing, there was no engineer that worked on. <laughs> These rides to figure out like what's going to happen to a body. Brian, or, or, well, that's listen, why we're going to talk to Andy was, too. He like, was the that ride was all, tester. That was all over my head. I'll tell you what, you know, like you just assume, just like a roller coaster or anything else, that there is some sort of safety provision behind what's happening. Little, of course, did you I, know for I, them the well, best safest thing going on was a good legal team. I've talked to you about it uh, uh, about it on this show many times. That when you start to get older, and I'm working in an industry where you know people put things together and stuff, mm-hmm. you realize that. The people who are putting these things together and in charge of safety, they're morons. They're not, there's like when you're a kid, yeah, you yeah. figure there's some like godlike entity that takes right. care of us. Hey. Nah, nobody's right. looking. Local Nobody politicians cares. let you. It's Steve. Yeah. It's just Steve. It's just Steve. It's freaking Steve, and he's sticking a <laughs> bolt somewhere. Where, uh, he's got a bunch of parts left over, and let's open it up. Uh, bring the kids. Uh-huh. It's a, that's what it is. I I, I, I did a loop de loop thing though, and I've been there a lot of times. I think that might have been the, there were two cannonballs. We'll ask Andy. There was one that was one with a loop for the, sure. With a loop. I don't know how long that was open, and if it was, <laughs> well, was an, an hour, but I've never seen that one. A lot of cobwebs. A lot of cobwebs. I like when you're in a music park and you're you're waiting online and they close the ride down because someone got really hurt and people are still like, open that shit up. Right. We're still waiting. The only ride I wouldn't go on was the one that dropped you straight down down, and then it curved out. Not free fall. Like the... uh, 
the water slide. Okay, the water slide. Water slide. You yeah. would hang yeah. at the top. Right. You and so then you just and you yeah, just yeah. drop. And I'm like, there's no way. Like, and my friends would tell that me might have like, been a cliff dive. They, that they were no, not the cliff dive. Oh. It was a water slide. And my friends would tell me there's a net there, so but cliff dive. You know, you there. you drift out. Sometimes you drift out, and then all of a sudden, the curve underneath your feet. Mm. Um, meets with you, and then you right. just kind of slide out from there. Yeah. Right, and, Brian. Uh, I went. I, and went I knew on that, that was lot. no way that yeah. there was that was safe. Brian, what I, was your experience? Oh, sorry, Brian. I okay, so finished. I went on a lot. I apologize. And what happened was, I was probably a twelve to fourteen year old kid, probably you know, yeah. not even a hundred pounds, if even. Right. What, so, were, you, what so, were you listening to? Then? Uh, what were your favorite punk rock? Band? Oh, well, let's see. Suicidal then, tendencies. What year was it? Nineteen eighty-five. I was into Descendants. I was into Dag Nasty. Yeah. But then also, I was into like pop <laughs> like z100 i was into that like, uh, ba- uh, yeah the bangles and Debbie stuff Ga- like Debbie no 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 I was, I was into like men at work and yeah. like uh steve winwood haircut oh, 100 <laughs> right <laughs> so anyway ryan with this i forgot what the fuck it was called we'll have to ask andy haircut it 100. drops you down like 95 <laughs> degrees and what would happen if you were a skinny kid you'd be uh you you wouldn't be in contact with the slide. You'd be right. just free falling. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You'd be airborne until the, the transition comes, caught you as right. you as you curve right. down. And then right. all the girls lose their bikini tops. With yeah, yeah. Ones. I was. I was. Can I, I ask you a, te- a the most technical question real quick? Should Ryan be um, unmuted on the Zoom? Can is the Facebook? You're muted on the. Are we? Should we be unmuted? Can the because the Facebook might not be able to hear you. Is that no, right they can. They can hear you through your. They can. They can. Oh, so so I should mute my. I should go mute myself too. No, no, no! Don't mute no, yourself. You, you, why? Not you, but Ryan can. Ah, why? What do I, I need to do? Special rules for. You don't yeah. need to do anything. You're good. You're the host. Okay, thank you. Oh. Move. Let Let's me carry on then. Uh, the please, only thing I, ever, the only time I ever felt Continue. unsafe there was at was in the wave pool. <laughs> the parking lot. I got all the way to the back of the wave pool, and then like I love that wave people pool. had floats and stuff like that. Right? Am I am I remembering uh, yeah, this correctly? They, they used to, well, if you read the book, they used to just the- they got the wave pool, and his dad threw the instructions like in the corner and left it there. Right. And then and they just what they call in a box or something? Yeah, a wave. Uh, I swear to God, I'm not making this up. Wave Tech was the company that made it. Right. It's like. Wait, do you have a track record record of making these? I, they just made one. Yeah, hey, we're wave tech now. Yeah, we could do it. Don't worry about it. And they get and then so there's just a million people like you know shove themselves into this thing over over according to the specs of wave tech. Yeah. Right, and the more, and the water gets really murky too. I remember it does. It was, yeah, it's it from all the baby cloudy. shit. And they would stop it every once in a while to make sure that nobody drowned. I guess, but yeah, not too long after I was there, somebody did. Yeah, yeah sure did. Here's but a, I was never there when anybody yeah. died. Brian, what you got to say? Here's a quick memory. Uh, if you're in the deep end of the wave pool, which was the coolest part to be in, because that's where the swells were the biggest. Right. A, you'd get exhausted from treading if you didn't have yes. a float. But here's what was fucking Can you gnarly. Describe about. the ride, and you get caught underneath. People listeners too. who might not know what the wave pool was. Okay, a wave pool is. <laughs> I think he said it was the size of two or three football fields, and mm-hmm. basically it's a swimming pool that has motors that generate giant swells of waves. Right. So it's Sounds basically fun. like like uh, they recreated like the horror horror of a riptide. <laughs> right. And right. But if you're yeah. in the middle or the shallow end, you do get surf that you can ride in. But if you're in the deep end, then you're basically just treading these giant, giant yeah. swells. Of Toss waves. salad. Toss yeah. salad. Right. So here's what was gnarly about it. There were so many people that were packed in this fucking thing that if you went under, if you get tired, you don't have a float. 
and you don't you lose you lose your buoyancy right and, and you go under it's hard to find a space to come back up oh, through the people yeah there's too many people through their legs so, well the problem is so, people yeah. are grabbing onto other people you try to come up and uh, another guy tries to come up and then all of a sudden you're having a chicken fight everyone there's a guy in shoulder and the other guy right yep. the, the, the other thing the other thing was a lot of people just true? dove in <laughs> dove into the pool from the side of the deep end right. not realizing how deep it was right. but weren't they have, didn't they have lifeguards there yeah, the, the, right. what was that? Yeah. The death chair. Yeah. Well, right, right, right. Tommy, the death you, chair uh, was the chair at the deep end. If you had skimmed the book like I did, you would see that Andy was a lifeguard for many years. Speaking of Andy, I just want to give you a breaking update that Andy Animal just texted me this sign that he has in his house. You guys see that? What? What's it say? Oh, that's says, awesome. Was he asking? All, nice. I can't see all park, uh, parking cool. sign. What does it say? It's the parking it sign. It's all parking left here, or whatever, and it's Andy Animal's house. So I don't know. He owns that a piece of uh, memorabilia. That's terrific. Oh, that's from Action Park? Yes, he stole it from there. Oh, I see. Uh, well, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would commit crimes. I'm surprised. <laughs> All right. Our guest, our guest will have a lawsuit for Andy Animal by the end of the episode. That's, that was the end of the way pool when that All guy right. jumped in. There's no water. What do you mean, all right? What are you trying to move along the show, like in your head, and you say it out loud, you weirdo? What does it matter? What are you playing? What are you playing? Action Park. Remember that commercial on Channel That's Nine? Right. What's, what's right. Now, During Mario, check this out. You know who produced that commercial? Andy Mulvihill's sister. She was the head wow. of public relations. I thought you were going to say Steve Albini. It was a family. It's <laughs> <laughs> really His basic. sister Julie Julie Mulvihill did all that. Uh, yeah. Yes. The, on a task the, uh, I'm glad somebody read the book. Thank they're you. They're all God. like seventies kids with the hair squashed back. Well, that was the, another thing the, that they said. There were the like uh, everyone who worked there, or, or most of the staff was were teenagers. You know, so that was. Oh, the, yes. There's a lot in the book about how to wrangle that, and was like, you know, everybody's drunk. Into, again, going back. To the thing where you think there's some like entity watching over the safe. No, there's just a bunch of no, you're kids. Right. It sounds like cat girl. Right. And in the book, he's like, you know, hey, you know we'll talk to him about it. But it's like <laughs> he blames the patrons. We felt I'm thinking the it's the dangerous rise, but we you know, feel safe. Change my mind. <laughs> I I always felt so. You know what? I've always felt safe. I hate roller coasters. I hate rides. I hate them. Water rides? I'm totally in. Put some water at the end water of the roller coaster. Fits. I'll get on that shit. I want redundancy. I want a safety. I want a I pool of water bet- under Something every soft. ride. Something John. soft. A, a pile of mattresses. Yeah. John, we see eye to eye on this matter. No, this is where we differ. <laughs> this is where yeah, we part ways, my friend. No, I need to go on that yeah, roller coaster. Yeah. Man. Somebody, out, I get nothing out of it. Wait, wait, water wait. rides? I'm totally in. I'll get on every one. As long as it doesn't go backwards and as uh, long as it doesn't drop straight down like free Well, there was on one. I went to this Camelback place. What, Mario? What is it? There's a, is it just me or is there some serious crackle on somebody's mouth? Yeah, it's John, and, it's John and Ryan's line. There's an old cable we have to replace. No. We'll have to All do right, that. Be aware of that. I don't hear anything. No, you won't hear it, but we will. There's a crackle. It's been going on last we, week and this still week. Still right now? It'll happen yeah, when, yeah, Ryan, when Ryan you... starts. Yeah, when Ryan starts to speak and when you start to speak, it'll like, and then it goes away. So whatever. Every yeah. time? Be aware. Yeah. When you we both can... speak at the same time, it seems to happen. Get some WD-40 the, on that shit. Bring down the preamp one notch. <laughs> no, Ryan, it's like an old cable issue. It's like a bad pot. Stop something. saying it's an old cable. You're not here. You don't know. It could be a million different things. Let me troubleshoot the show. I brought a bottle of old cable tonight, Old cable. <laughs> There's two things me and Ryan agree on. Give me three on. fingers of old cable. Good roller coasters and Frank Zappa. Is yep. it still doing it? Yes, yeah, did it just <clears throat> right now. Doing it? Like, yep. It seems like when you, the wire's moving, maybe. Move the wire. I'm not touching anything. 
So how about now? Haku. How about now? No, it's good. Check, one, it? two. Check, check. That is R- good. Ryan, speak. One, two, three. One, two, three. Much That's better. Much, All okay. right. That's gone. See? Uh, let me, let let me figure things out. It was Bad levels. cable. Uh, change, Ryan, change every cable. While in the uh, let me hop back there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I never. Nobody ever died while I was at Action Park, but people did die while I was at Great Adventure. I was there. Uh, really? Leaving, we we were leaving uh, one night. It was I was so young. I was so with my dad sponsors, and my brother. Great adventure. And uh, the uh, haunted house was on fire. The Wait, house. you were there for that? Yeah, I was <laughs> there. Ah, spooky. I don't uh, give a fuck. Let the motherfucker burn. All right, thank you. Yeah. Watch your language, all right? Please, kids listen to the show. <laughs> that was crazy. So you're telling me when you are you telling me you were at Great Adventure? And the haunted house burned to the yeah, ground. Yeah, the fire trucks are showing up, and uh, the great fire of 1985. Yeah, I was in speaking there. Speaking of speaking of haunted, I'm taking Sean to the great jack o' lantern blaze up in uh in Sean uh, the uh, Sleepy Hollow. In Croton. That's nice. The I'm great jack o' lantern blaze. That's that, in Croton. Is that, what are you talking? Yes. Crotron. Crotron, right. New York. And what what is they that? do is they do uh for I don't know two months straight every hmm. night. Uh, for about yeah about 50, 60 nights, you and your friends walk 50 through or 69. a. Okay. You walk through like a path where they have about 5,000 man-made Artificial and also synthetically pumpkins. produced uh, jack-o'-lanterns, and they're all, yeah. they put them in different shapes and whatnot. I went, I went, Tommy. It's amazing because I love the artwork. And they have the carving station where you see them actually carving. So they don't cut through it like a traditional jack-o'-lantern. They carve within the skin. Actually, they, they were my next-door neighbors. Not them, but the other company called the rise of the jack-o'-lantern and that's yes, in yes, westbury that's was in westbury, westbury yeah. but they're out of business now and they were and my so next, they took over they, so they took over yeah tommy's no, been to my that? tommy's no, no, been no. to my company before up at alchemy mm-hmm. and uh they were right across the building from us and we, right. we, we were right. friends with them uh, they right. uh they emptied the everything pump, out they're the done jack-o'-lantern they actually they're gonna do one show in chicago this year at the botanical gardens or something like that and then uh that's is it covid is the covid yeah they were i think they were I think they were done already. Nobody wants to see the seat pumps. No, I, I went there last year. I went starting there again, John. Wait, you guys, you don't want to go. You, he's he's so angry at apple picking, which is just a picnic, basically. Mm, white, I won't do pumpkin. that. No, and no, then, no. Yeah, but what? And then he, he's like, I will walk in a pumpkin patch, yeah, though. Yeah, why won't you Listen, do that? Because he's just a dick. Because there's a, dick. a thing. I know John. I love John and Ryan. I've met these guys a, lo- a while back. He feels bad for the apples. I do everything they do. So I said, I'm going to have a thing where I refuse to do it. All right. Why didn't you pick the show? Why don't you just pick everything else? What's the reasoning behind that thought process? There's no reason. It's just I can't just be a crazy. to every whim they have. That's They're what inviting I, you to I'm do a leisurely you. activity. It's your tradition, Mario. You know what? Nobody, nobody wants you up there, tra- right? You don't participate in, therefore not a tradition. Go to Jack O'Lanterns uh, and uh, order yourself a beer. And I don't ask anybody to come Jack O'Lantern watching with me. Hey, what's this beer's warm? There's no more. There's no more apple picking. There's no more Action Park. No more Rise of the Jack. Everything's over. It's done. Sir, see, there's nothing wrong it, with this beer. Be I hate to say you no, missed it. I'm, let me see Jack O'Lantern. I'm here to say that it's happening, happening for for two straight months. And it's I've got tickets for Halloween night, so that's what Sean and I and Lee are going to do. cut it down. They you and Mario, are you just trying to go out and like catch the disease? Like no, you're trying to do you, as many it, activities. It's a, it's a small crowd of about 600 people. Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> 600. Hey, hey no. Tommy, do they got any 12 foot skeletons there? 
They probably do, but they're made of pumpkins. You want to hear something funny? Like I heard about this. Skeleton. Colette, went out, Colette went out shopping and she came home. She goes, Oh, they had the 12 foot skeleton where I was. Yeah. <laughs> they only had the floor model and it's not for sale. No, she said she saw it for sale somewhere. Like, where, what, in Boston? I don't remember what she said. <laughs> Give me the address. I'll go there. Oh, she, no, it wasn't Boston. Albany, Middletown. It was like Stop and Shop in Whitestone money. or some bullshit. Go to civilization. Save your money. Those 12 foot skeletons, are, the place is lousy with them. He, he just likes to drive around. <laughs> he likes to drive around and have, a, have himself adventures he likes to put put himself in these horrible positions right <laughs> he does love to drive anyway. well you, you guys you guys should have seen what i did last night i lifted yeah. a four a 400 pound treadmill with sean and my brother into a u-haul van last night right. yeah. tell us the whole story how much you drove back and forth to do this one job how many holes are in the were in the van this time and uh, uh no oh. dude basically uh i went from Speed monroe on. to long island mario to tell monroe, us the whole story then you're ready to monroe. Monroe. island to Monroe. So I went back and forth five times in right. 24 hours mm. to get a treadmill. Why'd you go back in five times? Because I had to get a U-Haul, and there were no U-Hauls available in Long Island, and I was already in Long Island, so I had to go to Monroe, where they were available, to get one to go back to Long Island to bring it back to Monroe. And you involve other people in this, too. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's How what much you pay baby, baby Sean? That <laughs> man's a saint. That man is a saint. <laughs> He's downstairs cooking me dinner right now. Oh my God! He's an indentured servant. <laughs> no, he's got to cook. He's got to eat for himself too. So I told yeah, him he was over here yesterday for the meeting. I was. I think he was running security for Tommy's bullshit. He, he was insane. Yeah, he stood in the corner with his hand. Excuse me. Yeah, he stood in the corner with Tommy's house is a plantation. <laughs> Cross. The funniest thing happened yesterday in our meeting when things were <laughs> getting. To put intense. in a water slide and a multi-tension. <laughs> when, when things were, when things were getting a little tense, John came over with a belt, right, and he looked me right in the eye, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh no." He's gonna fucking Mario me. saw the belt and immediately got transported no, to his Papa, childhood. No, no, yeah. ah, head of the giant squash. Estupido, <laughs> disgraciado. I saw. I, 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 I had flashbacks. He took it off. He's coming. He's coming. So he comes over with the belt and he's looking us right in the eye like he's gonna kill us. And as he's looking us right in the eye, his hands are tying the belt to a rafter to choke himself to hang himself. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't taking off the belt to hit anyone. I was gonna kill myself because right. I was gonna end the meeting. I had to get out of this right fucking move. meeting. Yeah. John, sometimes it's just the best way God. You know what? To, you know, <laughs> I've been to Action Park. Successful. I've been through a lot of tragedies in my life. Podcast meeting might be the worst. Right. <laughs> Number one. I was so happy to be invited. I brought everybody matching pens. Yeah, that's a, you brought pens. That's all he brought over. And then he, he, he broke my ice machine. Oh, God. I did you have not. an ice machine? I did not. I an ice machine. Yeah, all right. Excuse me. I'm, I'm rich now. John, you sent me a text on the way over. I didn't understand what it means. It meant knock with your elbows. What does that mean? That means you should have brought beer. And... Right, you showed up empty-handed. Right, if you had beer in oh. your hands, you couldn't knock with your hands. You understand? I thought that meant because of the COVID. Don't touch your hand with the door with my hand. No, you guys don't know anything. I knocked yeah, Nobody brought elbow. shit over. I, I don't drink. <laughs> I do. So, oh, I guess so, but yeah. All that's right. good for you, good John. Know. Now I know. Uh, next time I invite you to the barbecue, uh, uh, you know, oh, I don't know. I don't eat meat. All right, then fucking get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, you don't have to bring anything over, but uh, you know. But I didn't know what that. If meant. you're a person like like a like a non-insane person like me and Ryan, say, are the only mm -hmm. two people who aren't crazy. You would like I'm, think I, in I, your I head to stop. Sometimes. That's and, that's wrong thinking, John. What do you I'm mean? slowly Explain. training you to the correct way of thinking. If you, I swear to God, I I don't need to be trained. I don't like being pushed around by you. I don't like being manipulated. Why don't you just you. ask me what the correct way is? Why? Because you don't. I know more than you. I'm way smarter than you. You're an idiot. 
All right, what's what's the correct way to not what what do what you do? Somebody comes to your house, you don't say to them, "What did you bring to my house?" You immediately start saying, "What do you want to eat? What do you want to drink?" Thank you for coming to my home. I do that, but not you and Tommy. You're learning the Mediterranean way, little by little. Mancha, mancha. (laughs) The Mediterranean way. Excuse me for hosting you this entire time. You know, you know, I'm gonna put you in that freaking cannibal in Action Park, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna shoot you. (laughs) I'm gonna 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 punch him in the mouth. Yeah, I'm gonna cap off the end. What I want to know is, did Action Park have merch? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I yeah. had a t-shirt. I had a, uh, I had a trucker hat. Nothing was better than those great adventure rainbow iron-on t-shirts. Masks, yeah. hoodies. And they had sh- they had um, wristbands. I can't take a look at this. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Like terry cloth wristbands. wristbands. Yeah, 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 definitely. Did they have like um, a merch store there? Like a merch yeah. cantina? The, I mean, the Mobile Hills were all into like capitalization of this shit like i'm totally mm. totally well, no, no. the better question is do they have merch now with all the like buzz oh. about the book and the, the documentary or whatever go one of them yeah. I'm, oh, I'm on shit. ebay now there's there's shirts all over ebay i'm on ebay now that's a good question for andy when he calls in if if he has his official merchandise and if not, I'll take care of that. That's right. We'll, we'll plug it. By the way, see Jackie the Drunk Man Martin this week at Governor's in, in Mineola at 8 p.m. It's a double show. The 10.30 show gets a little blue. Mm-hmm. Action Park, the toilet paper. Please also visit the law firm of Friedman and Sanchez. When, uh, do you need a law firm Ooh, that fights for you? That... Why would you give it to those fat cats at Salino and Barnes? They have enough money. Go with the local guys in Brooklyn. Yes. Friedman and Sanchez. Your first consultation is always free. What was Mobahill's bogus? Andy's father had a bogus law firm. I think it was called World and Associates. Yeah. It was like a shell. Really? A shell completely. It was an accounting firm, wasn't it? Say that again, right? Wasn't it an accounting firm? No, it was. uh, Some people say it was a way to hide money, but. Some people uh, say. It was was a fake fake law firm. Well, you know. Let's not. uh, Yeah, we don't say those things. I have never heard of this, and I think you're, quite frankly, a liar. And uh, until Andy calls, I hope he doesn't have right. This is all all hearsay. He had his own insurance company. He made his own insurance company to insure himself. That's right. Right. That's it, Right. Wait, wait. That kind of defeats the purpose of having insurance. Like, you want to have someone else take that liability. No, I guess in order to stay open, you need insurance. Actually, they, they made it legal where you, you, after the fact they made it, they made it legal where you can cover yourself. Go cover yourself. This radio show, by the way, is insured by Lloyd's of London for six million dollars. <laughs> you know that. John's mouth is insured. If Mario breaks his ankle, we get like fucking hundred fifty grand. <laughs> Don't take away my intellectual property. What do you mean? You're saying if you quit the show, you can assume he did not use your voice. You've agreed to. That's why we should incorporate. Okay, so you right. Take Friedman. I'll take Sanchez, and I'll meet you in the court. No, oh, here's how friend. it's going to go. If you want to continue being on the show from this moment forward, you're going to say on the air that I agree to have all of my voice and and, and like everything I said used so far. If you don't say it, uh, Adam, please hang up. Break on your the line. We in perpetuity. To Everyone me. here sorry. is signing a contract. I got a phone call from a certain Mr. Dave Harrison. Why are you going to sue me? I'm about You're to like, join uh, his crackpot team. Goodbye. I'm taking all my characters with me. So long. What, what characters? Uh, Vinny the, the Clown. The character of I. I said it before <laughs> and I'll say it again, Mario. You wouldn't have character if Jim Henson stuck his arm in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mario, uh, he's got one character and it's him and he keeps claiming to me on the side like, 
you know, that's just a character I'm doing it. But he acts the exact same way in real life. <laughs> He's also wearing a shirt that says Coach Mario. I don't need it. characters. There's another character that it's serious, and that's a fact. Unfortunately, that's the character. Professor. The uh... what you have right here. <laughs> Actually, Mario, could we see your shirt? Could you could you put the camera on your shirt? Does it say Coach? It does say Coach, Coach Mario. Mario. Coach Mario. Are you um, squirting? Sta- that's a foul. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That's the we lifeguard at the wave hand. pool, by the way. He, he doubles uh, at that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so right back where we left off. Yeah, listen, hey, Mario, I'll do whatever I want. I I'll use question. your voice whenever. If you get fired, good luck. I'll take Sanchez. Yeah, I, I give us crap. I'm like, listen, here's how I'm going to sue you. You're going to sue me? I'm going to burn your house down. How about that? Sue everybody. Ooh. And put I that. Some, that's on get tape. Get some marshmallows and some. Uh, no, I'm not that into it. Just burn it down. I don't want to stick around. I he, thought Coach Mario like, did get best, fired. You're my best friend, John. I'm going to sue you. Brian has a question for me. Dick. I, I do, and, and I hate to... I'm, I'm changing lanes a second here, for, if I may. Yes. Mario, I have a question. When I played oh. soccer in Queens as a little kid, we played under the fucking Throg's Neck Bridge That's on that dirty... That's where we still play. It's still there! Get the fuck out of here. My son really? used to play There's a lot of ample gr- parking there. There's a lot of ample parking. <laughs> Is there grass? Oh, yeah. They've receded it, and it's, they got two fields now. Man, I have to send you pictures. We used to play on the one dirt. One for the Italians and one for the Irish. Also, shit would fall down off the fucking Throgs Neck oh, yeah. Bridge. But you weren't actually under the... The fields weren't, aren't under the bridge. The parking no, no, lot no. is. We were under the bridge. I thought... I, as I, no, as I, no, I remember. No, no, no grass under the bridge. They no, built a hockey rink go out there, though. There's a hockey rink. Hockey rink. Mm-hmm. Did you All play right. for yeah. CYO? What did you play no, for? No, no. I played for St. Robert's in Bayside. That's CYO. Uh, St. Robert's would be CYO. Oh, I'm so I'm sorry. It wasn't called that then. Is it St. Roberts? Yeah. I never even heard of that. Yeah, school. sure. St. Roberts was a grammar school. I think no, I didn't yeah. go there for, for Yeah. I, and I had I took St. Basa. I took I Mario, I took communion God's there country. before the games. We had to go to Sunday mass. <laughs> Soccer field? Yeah. yeah. Did you like yeah. Uh, did you squeeze cheese on it or you know, my boy I'm scout not, leader I'm called it Catholic. something different, but you can call it communion. Yeah, but I still I still ate the wafer and yeah. Pretty pretty tasty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Were you, were you, were you I, I hiding? Gave up, I gave up religion when my grammar school canceled the uh, bazaar. We have every bazaar in the schoolyard every year. Of course. <laughs> and when they canceled the bazaar, I wrote the letter, a strongly word penned letter. I wrote What's a strongly penned letter and I said, I will no longer practice this religion that refuses to have a bazaar where we can drink 40s and pass out on the right so you, the reason the, the reason you were against the, uh, religion finally was Thursday because they canceled the bazaar right no no zeppeli no deal deep that's right, right. No, and they had a tent you could play under and over so if it was under seven you got money over seven you got right. money seven was even money the bazaars can, the, the no bazaars canceled played, this year mario there is no seven, god it was <laughs> no money they actually had Texas Hold'em tables at the uh, St. Luke bazaar that they uh, yeah, had recently entertainment purposes only Mm-hmm. And they had a fifty. Had a 50. <laughs> and also, if I recall correctly, the, the tables were men's were men only. Is that correct? At least in the seventies. Is that yeah. right? Oh. And there wow. was these gambling uh, little strips of paper that you that you uh, tear off the serrated edge, and then yeah. if you got like the three sure. cherries, you win. If you if you get if you guessed who, it was uh, the guess who the Jew it was, it was, it was if you guessed Brian Music off was the interloper you got one for us. <laughs> look did how you, he eats at Eucharist. Did you did you did, look? He doesn't know. He, look, he, he's a spy. <laughs> he's breaking he's pieces off of it. He's breaking. He's breaking. He took. He's putting his pocket. Did you have to hide your cloth, faith? With my grabby uh, uh, crab Lobster claws. So I think the the bazaars and the fairs were for the community though. Those for those are for everyone, not just members of the church. Yeah, they're fun. It was a street. It was he a block party. Yeah, he's yeah. fundraising. He's, he's, he's got a weird set of rules money. for himself. 
We have a uh, problem with a renegade priest in our parish right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're actually asking him maybe to move on to a more uh, Trumpian area because he's doing homilies that are actual commercials well, by name for uh, a certain candidate. Right. And uh, it's offensive because it's getting to feel like I'm in a room full of German citizens while church? somebody's talking about Jews in that first little sentence that, you know, when it first When, when began. do you feel like this? You don't go to church. So what do you we're sit at not, home and we're imagine? We're volunteers. I, oh. My coach has oh two kids God. in the school. I'm a volunteer. Volunteer at the uh, church? My, my wife obviously goes to church. And Religious the video thing. has surfaced because <laughs> of COVID. His, his homilies are on YouTube. Homily. And they're, and they're really against IRS rules to begin with. But even more yep. than that, we talked to Monsignor. A group of a delegate went to have dinner with the Monsignor. And uh, the Monsignor said he had a talking to him, and he just says, this is the generation. You know, you can't get priest any. Through him, with him. The days of, him, like, I'm homosexual, I think I should. In the unity of the Holy Spirit. He's still talking, huh? I muted him. Like, oh, he's still, look, listen. Oh, we right. this. All glory and honor is yours, almighty Father. Forever and ever, vote for Trump. Um, he should be uh, run for uh, Supreme Court Justice. No, we're having a letter writing campaign. Well, actually, I'm active. I gotta be active. I can't let this shit ignore this stuff. It's crazy times. I'm surprised. Shut him down. I'm surprised. Hey, hey, John, John, do do that chant again, please. Through him, with him, and in the unity of the Holy Spirit. Movie. That was from one of the Python movies. Was it Meaning of Life? No, it was from Life, like, of, Brian. Life, Life and, of Brian. You know, it's weird. Like They're like, hey, you know what? We, we can only use two notes. The third note is very sinful. <laughs> right, and they go, do this in memory of me. Right. In practicality, I'm sure it was... Take this. So everybody could, could sing is. it. All he is and eat it. And eat yeah. it. This is my That's body. Fun. Give it up for all he is. They got some good ad campaign. They got some jingy slo good slogans. Yeah, that was a Roman saint. Saint Ollie is. There was the worst. Saint Ollie is. I hated sitting there in that, in that stupid stupid church, kneeling down and crap. I'm totally out. What, is it? what a bunch of boring yeah. ass horseshit. I, yeah, you know, I it's amazing though, John. You could go there today and you would know the routine, like the back of your hand. Right. And you got no, no, they've changed everything. They changed the world. No, they changed all the words. You it's all the same. Eagles wings. Hey Paul, it's like the all logistics. Oh, excuse me, don't interrupt my homily. Hold you in the hand. Now, if you open your books to a. Do they still walk around with the 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 smoke thing? Yeah, the incense. Yeah, jingle jangles when you swing it. It's my favorite. Goes clinky clanky, clink clang clink, jingy jangle. Let the trolley. zoom zoom with your lip. Ryan and I went to a church in the thirties. What's in the incense? It's Franken Frankincense. They called it the Catholic Crazy man. Frankincense. Franken Christ. Franken Christ. I bring you these three gifts. Edgar Winters. You think it takes talent to play Frankincense? <laughs> <laughs> That's my dad. 
Fuck you! Yeah, they say Jesus was Italian because who else oh, they gets don't. three wise guys to bring him gift when uh, he's born? Oh, Jackie, Wait, stump the joke man over here. Hey, hey, Tommy, how was your dad's birthday? Oh, it was great. We uh, went out for dinner in Long Island. What did he eat? Did you present them the the Willis Point car surprise? I did. I basically I took my car. Well, my dad has a silver car that used to belong to Leah. It's a hearse. Uh, Get it right. A Mercedes, right? Right. Yeah, it's an old Mercedes, about twenty years old, and Tinted he got into windows. a car accident. He got into a car accident with it, and so for ah, uh, just time, my luck. Cock <laughs> sucker. He was getting quoted like $3,000 to get it fixed from auto body guys on the island. You hit so me. It's I... your fault. Insurance-wise, you know that, right? You didn't yield. Exchange my information. Birth date. 200 BC. I, t- I told him as a favor I would take the silver bullet Castle, down to... Uh, Castle down Dracula. To... Yeah, if they only open during the day, you're going to have to take it. Uh, skips a generation or 100. I told him I would take him to the, to the, to the, the jungles of... Uh, I have of, uh, no son. I would take him to the jungles of Willis Point Junkyard where they yeah. repair cars uh, for very cheap. Right. So instead of paying $3,000, we were looking for a budget of around 300 and we, boy, did we hit hard. You talk down those mm. poor immigrants. I feel bad now that you told the story. Yeah, right. They fill this yeah. gas tank with rotten hot dogs and uh, dead cats. <laughs> the guy worked for four hours. Tommy didn't even have a ball game to go. You could have called uh, me. I would have taken you off. With the faith of a lifetime, four hours. is that was my gift to my dad. Maxi you know, made your dad's car in a new installation. I could do four hours <laughs> hanging from my feet. Hey, hey, John, check this out. Yesterday, yeah. I got into into a car. My first, oh, yeah, no. my first, my first collision with another vehicle. It oh, was minor. In your whole life? What's that? In your, in your entire life? life? Excuse me, man. Yeah, Please. I've never, I've. I've crashed my car into things, but never another driver. This was Ooh. two of us merged. I was pulling out of a spot, and he didn't see me, and he dinged my... Yeah. I scratched up the left side of his vehicle real bad. Oh, I'm sorry, the right side of his vehicle real bad, and he dinged my, my so driver's side. You get your side, story uh, straight, Brian. Yeah, really, it's, but, it's looking uh, falling the apart. Right side. <laughs> here's, why, here's why I'm bringing this up. The guy was from Russia, Bring and he didn't up. speak a word of English. He's here oh, visiting no. his daughter, uh. right? And so we had to do the entire thing. No police were involved, but we had to do the Visiting entire his thing. Visiting get here in March. You live in Portland. There's no police involved in anything anymore. <laughs> the city is burning. Okay. Well, Portland, I live in Seattle, Seattle. <laughs> which is also a, uh, what do you call it? An anarchist. Uh, he doesn't care about anyone's designation, life. Yeah. Designation. Thank you. Power. But check this out. I had to do this entire thing using Google Translate. Ah, uh, you know, by the way, imagine, and it took about updated my phone, and the translate thing is like a uh, 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 staple on there now. I like that. Wait, well, yeah. Brian, were you guys masked too? You were masked. Yeah, definitely. What was oh, the no. verdict? You split it? What? You just decided to go your own way? Or no, he huffed off. I took. Uh, I well, his daughter speaks perfect English. We had to get his daughter on the phone, which took a half hour, and we just exchanged oh. insurance information, and we'll see. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. Insurance. Hopefully we'll, we'll just be, we'll just take care of our own shit and leave it at that. Wait, I mean, was, he, was he driving his daughter's car or rental? Who knows? Good question. I believe it was his daughter's car. Wow. Again, if communication could, was pretty rough, so I have no fucking idea. That's I bet you he spoke so. perfect. If you need to, Brian, and, just and, drive uh, it over just, here to Willis Point Junkyard. You fix it. For, for cheap. <laughs> That's right, Willis Point it's, Junkyard. Do like me, never come fix on it. Down. Just collect the money. Black this guy hit me last week. He gave me a thousand dollars. I bought a new couch. There you go. Well, thanks. Yeah, very good. Oh, my son. And this guy, this guy's, this guy's saving himself four dollars on the Patreon. Oh my god! Exactly. I took my son driving. Bad idea. Now I know why those drivers' head card have an extra brake. 
He's he 12 years old. He's what? 15. He hit a pole. He's six. Yeah. Mario, I wish I had the break in the passenger side driving with you. Holy shit. I would hit it all the time. He drove the median at Shea Stadium to find a he spot. Doesn't care. Uh, I'm saying, he drove through a, a crowd of cops. He's like, I'm coming. And the cops like, stop. He's like, no. He just keeps going. The cops like, <laughs> and the cops see him, and they're like, you know what? It's not worth it. Just fuck it. Fuck it. Let him go. He's, That's right, because I live in America. He does I it everywhere. Action Park America. America. <laughs> I've been <laughs> using that Translate app since I, I downloaded it yesterday. It's great. Yeah, right here. Let's try it. See if you know what I'm saying. Nancy Sono and Corazodi. Nancy Sono and Corazodi. That's Russian? How about this, Mario? Per favor, lascia casa mia. Please get out of my house. That's right. I'm getting you. <laughs> <laughs> right, how about this, Mario? Do you maybe you know this one? Sei una persona cattiva e un amico disodianto. I'm some What's sort of me? what kind of person and a friend who's very. <laughs> What, disorganized? I didn't get the last word. Yeah, you're, you're a bad person and a messy friend. Very close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, oh, you're John, are you Italian for me. Are, are you speaking into that, or are you just like it's typing it out? How, how does that work? Well, I don't want to give away. I don't want to tell you. I see the guy in poker. He's, the Russian guys are playing poker. He's yelling at him, piz yet, piz yet. No, that's not true. No. <laughs> the, um, yeah, Tommy, you're typing on your keyboard, and it's amazing. Oh, okay. I thought you were like talking through like Alexa and then it like translated. No, I don't, I'm not a Mario. I don't talk to my phone. But tu parli bene italiano. Oh, oh, va bene. Well, anyways, so I fixed wait, my dad's car. Wait, you call me? <laughs> I fixed my dad's car. It took four hours. I'm basically sitting in like a Guatemalan jungle while these dudes are like running around That's and like terrible. film fixing the shit. It was, it was disaster. It was a disaster. And uh, it got it fixed and they completely repaired it to like factory condition. And then uh, it sounds, back like, sounds to... horrible for you. Someone else fixed your car and you sat on your ass. That sounds terrible. Well, one tenth the price that the guys in Long Island wanted to charge. <laughs> exactly. I know I stood on my ass for fucking four hours watching it, dude. <laughs> that's the Especially worst like... kind of customer when they like drop a car off and the guy's standing over you the whole time. It's totally you. So, what's it like there in the third world where it's going to be the reality uh, for so many people well, who are disenfranchised? Well, for, for starters, there's no road there. So, you're just driving on like unfinished road with like needles it's and the dead wild bodies West. all over. Yeah. There's no dead bodies. You've got uh, feral cats everywhere, <laughs> and people the clean their genitals. People clean their genitals with air pressure hoses over there. So yeah, it's uh, interesting. It's interesting. Hey, yeah. and, and you witnessed this cleaning? All of this, all day long. <laughs> Did you no, try it? For twenty no. bucks extra, they let Tommy clean. They clean Tommy's balls. They, what happens is, is they paint spray cars with no ventilator masks on. And I was just there for like three or four hours and I was dying from the fumes. And these guys do this like all day long. Hey, give me a can of that paint spray. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're huffing the paint spray. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah well, they, they're outside. They do it outside in ventilation. So what do yeah, you expect? You're, you're going so... for, what, you know, you're paying uh, a third of the price. Uh, you know, what do you, what do you want? Tenth, where's, a tenth uh, of the price. Where's OSHA, dude? Call OSHA, then you're going to pay for the price. That's <laughs> well, the whole reason the Wild West. Just... What do you mean now, Kevin? Why so early? <laughs> Let's Sorry, to Mario. Guys. Talk to his me... family. <laughs> no, we wanted to hear it. Yeah, no, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Why so early? What? Is, Kevin, yeah. everybody be... wants to hear about how you crashed into a pole. Come down here. Come tell us. Blink, blink twice if uh, you're being held. <laughs> he on. said I already told you all. <laughs> I didn't get Wait, angry. Mar I'm a new Mar man. I'm, I didn't there... get angry. New man. Was there, li was there liability, Mario? Who's pulled it? Yo, Kev. No, underneath in movie world is. The empty, it's empty, the whole shopping center. So underneath in the ground level where underneath. the pizzeria used to be in the movie theater. Oh, yeah, everyone knows that. It's all poles, like you go into a garage, but it's, it's semi-outdoors. They're looking into so it. I was doing slaloms. I'm showing, let's do some slaloms in and out, you know, because 
What? He used to With driving around. That's right? never going to happen in a real world scenario. We have I know, to like the Brady through. Bunch. Keep driving zigzag. Just faster. control the wheel. It's faster. a very important thing. I just I realized why he hit the pole. He doesn't know how to count. He hit turn. the pole because you made he him turn, do slaloms. Turn, exactly. But then you forget you have to counter turn and he was halfway through. Tired so you can start turning. Why don't you just go to Action Park and save yourself the trouble? Yeah. I just crashed the car. Maybe he'll let me go home. He hit it hard. Now the truth comes out. He hit a pole. I mean, I don't know what happened. We start. We were doing slalom. I mean, slums. Kevin, get down here and, and strain everybody out. Did the airbag pop, Mario? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that hard. No, wasn't he that he took him out and sold him at the Willits Point Junker. You didn't beat him with a book? <laughs> I got in trouble in that parking lot because Grimaldi's Pizzeria, you know the famous one in Williamsburg? Yeah, $22,000. They have in Douglaston, and they've been closed for tax reasons for months. The Screw whole them. Place More is tax empty. reasons. Odell's, tax Macy's, reasons. everything's closed. It's a ghost town. It's Douglas the president's one super supermarket. I got in trouble by the owner because I went to I where the sign was, the big giant eight foot sign that's backlit with Grimaldi's, and I'm I see no it's one knows track. what that is. So, so I'm okay. like, how can I come back tonight and slip this thing right out of its track? And I got busted. The guy called called me on. He goes, "You were looking at that." So I'm like, ah, "What are you gonna do with it?" He goes, "What's what's going on?" Does I said, know what he's, "I'm what the owner here." The minute about. I found out the owner, I said, "Why is this place been empty for five years? It's a blight in my neighborhood." He goes, listen, when you want, when the sign comes down, you come to my office, I'll have it for you. Yeah, he's going to have you killed when you show up. <laughs> yeah. That's That's Mario gets caught trying to steal a sign, and Somebody he immediately flips me. it around on the other guy. Like, Somebody. hey, you guys have been close. What the hell's wrong with you? Somebody stole my Nathan sign that I took from Nathan's on Queens Boulevard and Woodhaven Boulevard in 1975. It's been in my basement. I went the other day to do my, in my other house. Somebody took it. Some guy probably went through and... Hey, look at this. It's a beautiful giant plastic Nathan sign with the hot dog guy holding the, the, the words. Live from the brunch here on Radio Nope. Oh. You can hear us every Sunday from 7 to 10 for the time being. In a little yeah. while, we're going to have sponsors. Nathan's Hot Dogs. Nathan's Hot Dogs. Please welcome the uh, Coney Island's best, uh, driven by your Tri Honda dealer, Andy Mulville Hill. <laughs> and just remember, I mean, nobody I'll... beats Town Fair Tires. Andy Mulville Hill will be on. He's written a book about Action Park, the most dangerous amusement park. Park of all time. It says America's most dangerous amusement park, so it makes me wonder. Does it suggest that there's another international? Is there a Russian action yeah. park? I mean, is there, is there a German one in like Texas or Oklahoma? There's a German one in Texas. Yeah. Don't you see those Asian game shows? You ever see those Asian game shows where anything goes? Yes. Imagine yes. the amusement, the adventure parks they must have if right. that's what their game shows look like. Mario, in Russia, park ride you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Got a whole gigantic roller coaster on your back. Very heavy. <laughs> hey, what time is it? <laughs> time for a break. Time for a break. Yeah, time Let's for take break. a break and then come back and talk. All right, to please continue to, you know, do whatever you're going to do. Okay, who wants an orange whip? This is not a democracy. Uh, I don't know if you know that. Orange whip? What is that? Orange what whip? Is that? Orange Three orange whip. whips. Three orange whips? Okay. I'll take one. Okay. okay. Well, so, I'm looking through a draw for an Italian joke I wrote down two weeks ago. Can't find him. Tutto bene. You're going to have to do for now. And uh, there's Mario and a bunch of different stories. Hey, you ever buy a boat, Mario? <laughs> I've never purchased a boat, no, but I've, I've rented a few in my day. Yeah. Interesting. With Frank, with Frank, and then he capsized it with his son. That's it. He almost sunk us. That was a, that's actually a private action park. Frank just drives you around in a boat. <laughs> and you hold on, hold on to your life. <clears throat> the last before game, we, by the before way, before we go to break, John, you're getting serious breakup again. Really? Yeah. Yeah. How about now? All right. How about now? Maybe on break, you and Adam could work on it. How about now? No. How about now? No. How about now? 
<laughs> no. Sounds good? That's great. good. As long as, you, as long as you don't move, you sound great. Tutto bene. Okay, has it been doing it the whole time before that? Yeah, yeah. Shit. And it's both our mics, you say? Yeah, because that means it's some line coming from uh, the two. Yeah, all right. Thank you, Troubleshoot. It's a Tommy Troubleshoot. And uh, we'll be back. Tommy Screenshot. Yeah, I, you know, I do this for a living. I figure out what's wrong with these and I fix them. I know you like weirdly like oh. try to be my dad. Like I know like I, infinitely I do that more things than you. Infinitely. I know I'm everything. just telling you. I'll come just over there and the stab problem problem you with a screwdriver. I, I'm just telling you what the problem is so you can solve it. Oh, thanks for telling me what the problem I'm going to put your head in one of those cement things in your deck that you <laughs> off-centered deck. Thank you, Tommy. I love it's you. It's not off-centered. Come over here and check oh, it out. That 4x4 four four is like way off. It's a 6x6, six six, dude. Yeah, well. <laughs> dude? I said it must be a Boston 6x6. Six six. We'll be back. <laughs> After these words. Thank you. A big interview coming up. And uh, yeah, we're going to have fun here. Hopefully, I won't break up. It's live from the garage. We don't know. Here's a little slack for you. Coming at you. 67 degree. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah.
there's a little Billy Joel coming at you here on Life in the Barrage. Appreciate you tuning in here on Radio Nope. Hear us every week on Sunday nights. Is everyone there? What am I missing? I don't hear anything. Stop sharing your screen, damn it. Uh, thank you. Anytime, sir. Ah, there we go. Thank you. Everyone, unmute yourselves. Unmuted. Appreciate it. Here on, uh, we're obviously doing the show remotely on Zoom because of the troubles. And, uh, you know, here we are. I know we've got Paul. He's actually reading Action Park. Fast Times Wild Rides and the untold, untold Story of America's Most Dangerous Amusement Park. Written by our guest, Andy. Right. Hello? Can you guys hear me? Hey, uh, can you hear me? Mulva Hill, Mulva Hill, Mulva Hill. Can you hear me? Andy Hello? Mulva Hill will be on uh, shortly, hopefully, and we'll be speaking to him about the book. Action Park, of course, a uh, amusement park, a water park, a dangerous one at that, according to the title of the book, uh, based in Vernon, Jersey, which was a staple of our childhoods. Many of us are childhoods. I think I've been there. Like, or was. Yeah. The, I, forgot, I was there with like summer camp or the day camp or the Boy Scouts. And I was on my own. Listen, man, that place was wild. We'll ask him all sorts Went of questions wild. about that. As soon as Andy's on there. Thanks, for everybody, for joining us here live from Barrage Radio and Hope. We've got Paul Hanley and uh, Brian Musicoff joining us today who have their own personal action park stories and questions. And we'll be uh, talking with those fellows. I have Good an orange whip. By the way, you can I want, uh, I want that, Brian. Whoa. You can listen to Brian Musicoff. He's got a show right here on Radio Nope called The Big Idea. When does that air, Brian? Mm. It's called Music On with Music Off, and yeah. we feature The Big right. Idea. Sorry, I thought you at, changed it. I thought there was a change of name to The Big Idea. Nope. Yo, but, guys, uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. yes. Hi. 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 The problem is I got no picture here, man. I don't know what I'm doing. Ah, so well, in, you know, in the upper right corner, there's a little uh, box, and if you click that, you could say Start Video. Right. The bottom left corner. Corner. Bottom left. Yep. Stop video. It's start video. And, it, and you hit the little carrot, the little arrow there, and then it says you can move it up to start video. You know how are we supposed to know this is really Andy? Really, you know, <laughs> could be some kind of imposter. My brother, man, it's my uh, brother. Know. He's trying to sneak in. <laughs> you have an evil twin brother. <laughs> That's all right. We'll wait for you. And if uh, you can't get it working, where it's a radio show, we're happy to speak to you. Not on camera. Yeah. I, I, you have your shirt on it. Right? Oh, man. Why is this doing this to me? You know, this is just like, uh, this works just like the park. <laughs> so we're just, this is just a radio show. If you can't see me, it's not the end of the world, huh? It's not the end of the right. world at all. We are on a podcast. We're on the radio show that people just won't be able to see on Facebook Live. So, it's, you know, if you can't get it going, don't worry about it, man. All right. We're happy to talk to you like this. Yeah, so we're on with Andy, and uh, <laughs> Andy's written a book, Action Park, five times. Five times. He wrote the book everybody. five times. Fast Times, Wild Rides, and the Untold Story of America's Most Dangerous Amusement Park, available on penguinrandomhouse.com. Is that correct, Andy? Thank you for joining. That is correct, man. This is so great to be on, fellas. Ah, we appreciate uh, it. And you sound you for giving up for Andy. You sound great. We appreciate you doing the show. <laughs> I see you do a lot of these, and uh, it's very nice of you to take the time out and uh, speak with us for a little while. So how you doing, man? I'm great. You know, it's nice to be, like, local. Uh, I've been all over the country, but some guys from Queens, man. You know, I don't know who read the book, but my, my like, best buddy who's, like, a star in the book is this guy, Smoke, who grew up in Queens. Oh, yeah. He's going to love this, man. Oh, Smoke Queens. is from – where was Smoke from? 
Queens? From St. Queens. I don't know. I was there once when I was a kid. I don't know. I don't know. Jersey guy. By the way, so, Andy also wants you to know that Smoke is single. Isn't that right? If you... <laughs> That's right. You picked up on that. <laughs> so Smoke drove from Queens to Vernon for work every day? No, he his parents, as he said, had a summer house. Okay, up uh, like like uh, one of the little lakes up here. Yeah. So he was up here for the summer, and uh, but he was like, he was great because he brought like this this New York swag to to us up in rural Sussex County, and he could like, no, 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 you gotta understand how to handle these New Yorkers, man. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. That's right. We were a handful. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Did they smoke- ever play uh, "Smoke on the Water" for him oh, boy. when oh, you were out God. there? God, please uh, <laughs> ignore ignore that, Mr. Yeah, Norman. Don't, don't ignore me. That's, that's my grandfather. He's question. got jokes; they fall flat. <laughs> now I don't know where to go. See what he does. Thank you, Sorry. Andy, for joining us. Can you explain? So, for the people in the audience who may who may not about Action Park, could you, in a nutshell, kind of explain what it was? I mean, we all know what it was. I've got the scars to prove it. Well, you know, the, the slogan says it all. There's nothing in the world like Action Park. You know, it wasn't like a typical amusement park. I mean, in one day there, you could drive a race car, a speedboat, a tank. You could jump off a bungee tower. You could go down a water slide with a jump, even do a 360, learn to fly, go down a raft, the Colorado River. The place is unbelievable. And it was Crazy. really, it was a participation park. So you controlled the action. It wasn't like a typical thing where you just get strapped in and spun right. all around. No, no, no. You could have all the thrills, and people loved it. They came back in the droves, man. Yeah, it's funny. When, it, when, it, when I read it in the book, I was like, you know what? That's so right, and I hadn't thought of that. They don't just strap you into a roller coaster. Like, if you were on the Alpine slide, you had, I think you had, didn't you have a couple, like, stick handles you could control? You could steer. You could... You know, you could swim well, within uh, a different do. direction. You had options. You had options. Between your legs. Your legs sticks between your legs. Yeah. And you pushed forward to go faster, That's and you right. pulled back to hit the brakes. Right. None, it, none of them worked. And there was always a sign that <laughs> if said it, right, if it worked. <laughs> and then everybody would go fast there. Yeah. <laughs> so how did your, your, your dad started the park? And uh, how did he start the park? He owned a, a ski resort? You know, he was a real entrepreneur, and uh, he got involved in a lot of different things. He lent some money to some guys that had a skier. They couldn't pay him, so they gave him the keys. And he mm. said, hey, I got the skier. He's sitting here. You know, we're open for four months a year. It's closed the rest of the time, but I'm paying taxes. I got a parking lot. I got a lodge. Yeah. I got to figure out a way to make some money uh, the rest of the year. And so he started dabbling in a couple of ideas. He put in the Alpine Slide, skateboard park, bumper boats, and then and race cars. And, you know, it just kept on building until it became you know, what, a famous place. What year was that, Andy? He started yeah, first in 70, 76 was the first ride, the Alpine Slide there. Yeah. yeah, that was the first ride, really. And then they uh, named it Action Park in 78, I guess. Is the... Yeah, it was originally uh, Vernon Valley Fun Farm, but then we came up with a more, <laughs> a more appropriate name. Right, it says it all. right uh, Kill Yourself Mountain, I believe it was called. That, uh... <laughs> At 76, how old were you, Andy? 76 was 13. And so now uh, your dad has you, te- you're, you're an official ride tester. You're, he has got you testing out the rides. You ever like a, how did, what, what goes into testing out the rides? How'd you come out uh, unscathed if you did? And did you resent your dad for sticking you in these rides like as a canary in a coal mine kind of thing? Or love him for putting you in that position? Are you kidding me? I mean, you, the life I had uh, with my father as my father and the fun that we had, it was like awesome. But the way I came out unscathed is I was a hockey player. So what I would do is I put my hockey equipment on whenever I try these rides. Out. <laughs> nice. so good. Right. I loved it. I mean, hey, look, I was a young guy. I was invincible. You know, right. nothing could sure. hurt me. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, it was like a, it was a privilege. And, you know, 
some of the rides had, you know, that no one had ever built them before and there really weren't any directions. So you had to kind of try things out. And so why not let the owner's son do it? You was know? there a ride? Right. That, was there a ride that you tested out that, that didn't pass and really you scrapped the ride? No, they all went into you just you opened them up. Anyway. Oh, no, no, there were failures. I mean, the man, the man in the ball on the ball was like the most yeah. famous failure. Yeah. That was unbelievable. Yeah. Talk about what, that. Wait, what, what happened? What was that? What was that? That was the Bailey ball, right? Yeah, the Bailey ball or the man in the ball in the ball. But so this guy, my father found this guy, I think from the Canada that had this idea where he wanted to take a person and put him inside a giant ball that was inside another ball. And there were ball bearings between the two balls. And he built a track up the mountain. So the ball would go down the mountain, not straight, but back and forth because it would go too fast and went straight. (laughs) So, yeah, there it is. There's the Bailey ball. So the idea was, you know, you get in the thing and you go down the mountain and the ball is a pretty cool idea. The guy built the track at a PVC pipe and he, he glued it all together and he would build a little bit and try it and work a little more. Finally, the thing was done. We were going to open it. We had to get the state inspector there. John's the state inspector good. came late in the day and it got, it was the first hot day of the summer. And what happened is we put the test guy in. Oh, thank God it wasn't me. He goes in to go down it, and the heat makes the PVC expand, and the track just fell apart. And all of a sudden, the ball, rather than going back and forth, goes straight down the mountain. It almost hits the inspector. It goes across the parking lot, across Route 94, down the hill into the swamp. With a guy in it, it was unbelievable. In the drain, oh, yeah, he survived. Did you guys think about put, uh, maybe sending the ball down uh, unmanned first? <laughs> it's like you know, I, back then. Uh, do you have any of this on video? I wish it was like it was like Jackass before it was Jackass with these testing right, things. Right, right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. It's funny you bring up Jackass because uh, Knoxville. Really, what got me to write this book. Is I saw that Knoxville was going to do going to do a movie that was inspired by Action Park, right? Action which he point. did. He did. It wasn't a, it wasn't really the Action Park story, but it was inspired by it. And uh, he did the movie. And he went out to promote it, and every time he'd go to promote it, you know, he'd say the same thing. Man, he'd say that people would say Gene Mullen. He's like a he's a he's a like must have been a evil, evil guy, like crazy. And Knoxville every time would say, No, he's great, man. He's great. So effectively, Knoxville, the, the guy that did the jackass sure. stuff, was inspired by my old man. I mean, wow. well, that's great stuff, huh? Yeah. Well, I'm sure he, he was there as a teenager like we all were. I mean, You're I'm man. the same age as you, uh, and I was there when I was 17, 18, 19, 20. We used to really just, what are we doing? Let's get it. Let's get some whoever has a license. Let's drive to the Vernon and spend our $15 on the best day ever. Got, Mario, were you yep. guys allowed to drink, uh, buy beer there uh, when you were 17, 18? Listen, 19? I don't want to talk for the myself, park is but closed. there was a large some... mixture of, when you went to Action Park, it's like, what are we taking? Mescaline, oh, THC? Man. What are we taking? <laughs> like, I, and, it was an and then, <laughs> and I know they were, they were crowd easy because all these teenagers were there. And, and you guys, I wanted to ask you this question. Did you, how did you deal with all these like groups of teenagers that were high, did you have like a medical section where like Woodstock, right. like bring them in, bring were them you in? Giving Too them much brown ass. slices and come, tent come, or... come down, come down. To <laughs> no man, we encouraged it. We were like <laughs> here for a good <laughs> day. Acid. You know, my father's like, we got to put beer stands everywhere. Right. You guys got to remember, Correct. the drinking age back then was only eighteen. That's so, right. You know, yeah. 16, right. 17 year olds that had fake IDs, they could pass. So. 
Everyone right. was drinking. I remember. You guys sell cigarettes? You guys sell cigarettes there? <laughs> of course we did. Right. God bless America. God bless knives, America. Knives, cigarettes, and uh, you know they they were uh, uh, scattered across the park. Are uh, dug holes with a carpet oh. over them. I was thinking about that today when I'm driving. Now I have to force myself to not go over 35 or I keep getting these tickets in the mail, these photo tickets. Mm. And it's so unnatural to keep your car at 30 and you have to look at them. I'm almost getting into accidents because I have to be careful. And I'm thinking, where's the world we used to live in where people could just live? And, and We're speaking and be- with Andy Mulvihill, uh, author of <laughs> Action Park. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mario. Thank you for your good questions. That's a good point, Mario. Andy, uh, you have no, do you have any plans? Do you miss it? Do you have any plans of opening up a new park? You ever think about that? Like, and can I test out your rides? Yeah, we, we, I, I want uh, Mario's going to be the ride tester. I'm going to put him in there. You know, um, I'm no Gene Mulvihill. I, I got some of his <laughs> traits, but not all of them. And uh, he was he was an incredible guy. He was fearless. You know, he's willing to take risks. He's willing to let people take risks. And Andy, uh, all he really wanted to do was show people a really a great time. But he wanted to do something special and unique that hadn't been done before. Really show them something they'd never seen. And I just, I just don't have that risk taking because he had such confidence. If that, if one thing didn't work, he'd just go on to the next thing. Yeah, man. So I'm That's... a developer. I built hotels and golf courses, and I've had a lot of fun doing that. And mm. we've got a place called uh, the Grand Cascades Lodge and the Crystal Springs Resort, which is actually just down the road from the old Action Park, which I started with my dad and my sister. The you know, if you want to see Gene and see a little bit of his legacy, it's alive and well at the resort, Crystal Springs. Did your dad pass on? He did in 2012. Okay. And wh- I wanted to ask, connected to that, what is the Mulvihill family connection to Mountain Creek, or is there a connection at all? So we bought it back. Uh, oh. so, so what happened in 1995, um, we sold the place. It was it had, it had financial challenges. It was at file bankruptcy. He was trying to finance it and reorganize and reopen, but he just decided to sell. So we sold it to a company called Interwest. They had it for 10 years. They put a ton of money into it, but got rid of the amusement park effectively. They kind of surprised. And uh, then they, they had some trouble themselves. And so my father put some guys together, and we bought it back, and we had it for like five years. Uh, and uh, my father passed during that period, uh, and my sister and I just decided to that it wasn't, uh, wasn't the thing to keep doing. We just wanted to focus on Crystal Springs. And so yeah. we sold out to one of our partners. And the place is, uh, is open now, but it's – it's a shallow what it used to be. Mountain right. Creek, so, Mountain Creek. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can you talk in the uh, in like 1981? You mentioned in the book about the pressure of of your dad having to expand the park. Epcot Center was just being finished, and now you needed like multiple multiple rides, like on rides on rides on rides. Can you talk a little bit about the, how that pressure came about, and what and how many rides? What, what was the end result? Did you guys build? Did you know? Did, does that help you? Are you competing with Disney World? Are you really, you know, that's no, 17 I mean, questions know. at once. You know, this, on. the, the Disney stuff was like promotional stuff to try to like put us in a, in a, in a stronger light. We couldn't really compete with Disney, but we were like a we were big deal in the New York metro area. Sure. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know that we had people Definitely. flying in from Miami to come to our place, but there were people that were coming. We did millions of guests. And, it's only uh, an hour away from you New know, York City. Yeah, an hour from New York. So it was a perfect location, and it was beautiful. And the thing that really gave us a leg up, if you go to the water parks in Florida, they're all built on flat land with towers. Right. We right. built ours into a mountain, so yeah, it was right. really pretty setting. Right. 
Right. We didn't have right. towers. We just would use the hill. And back then, but, you know, my, I don't know. My dad felt pressure. Bullshit. He just wanted to build stuff, man, man and show people uh, what was going on. Back then, nobody drove. went to Disney World during during the, the summer as much as they want to go to water park that's right next door practically yeah. well, i was right. never a big... also, so, okay so, go ahead Andy. so on john's oh, i was gonna say on john's question was there ins any inspiration from disney when when designing because walt disney had a very expansive vision so like did your dad take some inspiration from the expanse of disney disney world you know he what he did is he held disney up as like the gold standard when it came as operators because he, he used to say look around in disney world anywhere you look it's a picture it's beautiful it's like being on stage Andy, get that pile of crap out of there. Get that cleaned up, you know? So he was all, he really pushed that all the time, their service and all that. This but is we no were Mickey different. Mouse we, we were like so different than Disney. In fact, sure. Disney's boring compared to the action oh, park. I hate it. Listen, action park, I, I was never a big ride guy anyway. I don't like roller coasters. But I, if there's, I said earlier in the show before he came on, if you put water in it, I'm in. I love going to action park. <laughs> like, like, like a safety net there. You land in water, I'll do anything. And I, except when I was in, well, you remember this. I don't know if anyone's ever, uh, this is not a great story, but when I was on the Tarzan slide once. The swing. Tarzan swing, swing. excuse me. Uh, well, I, I call it the slide because I slid yeah, right I out. hated that. Tarzan, thing. I hold up the guy told me, he goes, listen, books. you have to put both your hands, you have to interlock them. So instead of your, you know, uh, your inclination is to take your hands when you grab onto this triangle of a rope and swing into, and put them in both the same direction. Wrong, wrongo. You have to put the your hands in yeah. two opposite directions, and I didn't believe him. And as soon as I I, I jumped, I put them. In, I fell right off. Oh really? Important life yeah. lesson. So if you're swinging <laughs> across too. something. Uh, you got to put one hand forward and the other hand backwards. Isn't that correct? No, my <laughs> brothers and I would always try and wrap our feet around the top of it. You like oh, kind of bend yourself punks. upward. And oh god! And we got we got yelled at for that. <laughs> oh, you were the guy that did that, Ryan. You yeah. were the son of a bitch. <laughs> you admit it. You're like, there's yeah. the guy. That and I was the youngest kid there every time I went for the first few years. Yeah. You hey, had very long legs. Ryan, the first time I went, uh, I was like five years old in the early '80s, oh, really? yeah, and I was I was, going, I was, I was like so nine, small. That I couldn't. My dad had to pick me up to go on the Tarzan swing to swing me out, to swing out. Mm -hmm. I, I was, right. and, the, and the lifeguard was just like, "Yeah, it's fine. Go ahead, yeah, this worry. little kid." Five years old. <laughs> yeah, five years old. <laughs> well, that's God. the thing, Andy. What do you think about that? Like uh, you guys talk about in the book a little bit about assumption of risk and like you know the. Uh, it was kind of it was when you say you controlled things on the ride yourself. It's kind of like up to you whether you're going to get hurt or not. Uh, is it you know? I mean, you know, you got to have to take some some kind of assumption of risk when you're going. You look at this ride and get on it. I mean, you got on it. Right? Well, you sign the waiver. You sign the waiver, and uh, it's like skiing, right? It's there you like go. Skiing. You go down the hill. You got to take the assumption that you could hit a tree. I never yeah. signed a waiver. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, I didn't. So, I never signed I a waiver. waiver. Yeah, when waiver. you bought your ticket, that was your waiver. waiver. It was like yeah. like, like going there. to like going to a ski slope. If you can't ski, not that the stopped people. If you can't ski, you don't go down the slope. I mean, our, at Action Park, I remember they had uh, you had to wear wristbands, and there were kids who couldn't swim. Andy, you could you could confirm this, and they they tagged uh, the wristbands with CFS, which meant can't fucking swim. Uh, <laughs> true, true, Andy. Is that right? It's true. I mean, I mean, I, I I didn't. You know, my guys just started doing that. They didn't tell me. They decided this is like our new <laughs> procedure. But they would get so frustrated because they would be like. I just, I just got out of the other ride. Right. What is he, a <laughs> idiot? Hey, he's right, back, he's right back in there. Yeah. 
God. So it's it's my comparison is it was built on a ski slope and Action Park just went off that. It's like uh, that not model. just ride at your own risk. There's there's some skill involved. Yeah. Where you know if you choose to go down this, it's your own ass. Right. Strength, See, and, and and to that point, um, Brian, I, I hate to just we'll all talk and not interview no, Randy, which is the way the show pretty much goes. Is that uh, I saw the <laughs> cannonball and I looked at it as a child and I go. It doesn't look right. I'm out, and I didn't get on. Me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. So I even back then I knew I'm like that looks really freaking dangerous. No, it wasn't dangerous. It's just uncomfortable. Andy, let's talk. Let's talk about that cannonball. Like, talk to us about that ride. It's it's a very notorious one. Here it is in the book for the people looking. It's it's one of the scariest rides I've ever seen, and it was scarier because there was a lot of cobwebs on it, and it was half the time it was not in operation. Let's talk about that. That's the cannonball loop. Yeah, yeah. That that ride was, uh, you know, most of the rides, almost almost all the rides were really a lot of fun sure. and a really thrill. And it wasn't like they were all dangerous or you're going to get. That wasn't the case that made them great. What made them great is is like it took skill and there was like a thrill when you would hit the jump at Surf Hill and fly through the air. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was really fun. Swinging on the Tarzan rope into the water, jumping off a cliff, driving around. That was fun. The fun cannibal loop. Was not fun. It was like a ride to survive. It hurt. It hurt, man. You get in that thing and you go down this really steep incline, and then all of a sudden you'd hit this upslope, right, where the loop started, and it would just rip your stomach through your throat. And then as you're going up, you get totally disoriented, and you'd come out and you'd like wouldn't know where you were. People like would lose their balance. They we would tell them just lay there for a while, man, before you get up. Yeah. So you don't fall. Wow. Down. I remember seeing my friends go in it, and we were like, "Wow, this guy's been in there a long time. Uh, it seems too long. He's not coming out. You know, wait for the other guy to go." And the guy would come out. And everybody would be like, "Yeah, he's alive." They had, they had an escape hatch, right? They had to put an escape hatch at the top. No, you know, everybody always says it was at the top. It's actually at the bottom of the loop, um, and it was, you know, the we we. Seldom, seldom, seldom had that problem of pulling guys out that didn't make it around. The problem was that when you would, so it's a big tube, right? It's, it's, it's right. like um, a hamster know, the, tube. The, the size, the, the distance from the bottom of the tube to the top of the tube is like three, four feet. So what would happen is if you didn't go fast enough as you're going around the loop, the idea was you stay on the upper wall. As you're going around, you stay on the top. Your force keeps you on the top. But if you slowed down as you're going around the loop, you would fall that three feet oh, and yeah. you'd smack your face. Right. Mm-hmm. And that right. was the problem. That's why the ride didn't yeah. work. And now you tell we me. tried everything. We tried like, you know, certain weights, propulsion pipes. And it was just it was really inconsistent. We could never I mean, a lot of guys went down it, no problem. But every once in a while, a, somebody for whatever reason, how they held their body, who knows? They'd fall from the top to the bottom and smack their face, break would people their nose. Get, would, pe- people, would, would people get stuck in there and you have to get like a giant plunger and uh, suck them uh, in? That, that was pretty rare that that would happen. Yeah. Hey, Andy, yeah. I have a right. question so what about, for you. Uh, you don't mind yeah. telling me. I'm sorry. Uh, how, many, how many times a day did the ambulance show up at Action Park when you guys were in full season? Didn't show up. We had a couple sitting there. We, we kept them there. <laughs> you kept them on hand, <laughs> hand all the time. How often were they, were they used quite often throughout the day? I know a lot it, of know, kids it, got hurt because of their own lack of responsibility. You know, I mean, no, it varied. You know, the ambulance rides weren't that frequent. We did have like a first aid station, and there were a lot of scraps and uh, you know scrapes and some dislocated mm-hmm. shoulders and that kind of stuff. But yeah, people right. getting hurt badly was pretty rare. Right, Andy mentioned getting- also in the book. It's been twenty years of Action Park, and if you take that whole timeline, it's really not that crazy of a right. injury. 
Right. Hey, look, the Jersey Shore last year, 2017, I think 47 people died of water-related accidents. Wow. It happens. It. Yeah, when, yeah. You, when people are active, it happens. It's terrible. It was tragic. I mean, it was. You have no idea. It wasn't statistics for me, man. I lived it, yeah. and I. It was like the worst thing in the world. But yeah. you know, you don't. You got to let people have fun, man. Right. How do you and parse that? There's risks associated with it. When you write a book about how, like, you know, you're kind of like, uh, hey, this is the most dangerous park in the world. Do you? Do you? Mariah. Is it, how do you parse that? Like with um. What you just said about how you feel about the uh, the you know the unfortunate tragic tragic fatalities that happen there, and uh, do you feel weird writing the book like about something that's fun and it's gonna, obviously it's a fun book, Action Park, and how do you how do you you know justify it? I guess so. B- balance. So, it's hard to so make look, peace with yourself. For, for you guys, right. I think most of you guys read the book. You know that I did not shy away from those tough things that happened. Sure, I mean, sure. I mean, we taught them. But but I, I think if you you have to read the whole book and it comes full circle, you really understand how my father thought about that stuff. And you can decide for yourself whether you know we should have let people take those risks or not. You know, I I think it was it was something that was okay. You know, you take a take a small town in America on a busy weekend in the Fourth of July, a town of that has maybe fifteen or twenty thousand, which is how many we had at Action Park. You go to the ER that weekend and you see what happens to people hey look we had them in an amusement park we took new yorkers and let them go swimming a lot of them didn't know how to swim we pulled a ton of them out we got it right like 99 percent of the time right tragically a couple times we just we didn't well that's that's a way better percentage responsibility though more more people probably 99.9 percent well i'm sure uh, you know if you think about you know anything's risky you're driving on the highway to action park i'm sure uh, you know scores more people died driving to and from you know New Jersey than actually on the rides you know so uh, well, but but you, you know you sell the book because it's dangerous so you're here to say Action Park's not dangerous and we should all uh, go there right we should build one today let's Paul, let's all pull Paul, our money and build a new oh one. no no all, all I was gonna say you know the driving your way there or taking one of the go karts and driving on Route ninety four <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> so, so Andy I want to shift gears so we're talking- the Lola's. We're talking about a lot of the the rides and whatnot, but I was also uh, reading in the book that there was also other entertainment. You guys have uh, different like uh, artists and whatnot perform there. Like there's there was more than just water rides. What else was going on there? Did the Ramones play there? You know, <laughs> uh, there were a couple things that we would do. Uh, we had like these uh, shows that a guy named Alan Albert produced for us every summer. We had a rock and roll show and a Broadway show that played like three or four times a day on these stages we set up. My father was trying to like balance it out so that we like attract some of the families to that stuff. And then we had festivals like almost every weekend. We'd have a German fest, an Irish fest, an Italian fest, and we bring ethnic bands in. In fact, my dad loved the Oktoberfest in Germany. So he mm-hmm. went and he bought one of those fest house tents that sat 10,000 people. Wow. He bought the tables that you see over there. He got the mugs. Not only did he do that. He bought a brewery Dines. from Germany. Yeah, he brought the brewery over. <laughs> yeah. German beer. Unfucking believable. I love it. Performers yeah. over. It was like a blast. So we had festivals, and then we'd bring in like older rock and roll guys, like Chuck Chuck Berry came. Um, wow. Uh, <laughs> Pure Prairie Lee came. Uh, Jim Rowan came. Mm. Uh, I think the Eurythmics came by, and we had a lot of different bands. Steely Dan over the years. <laughs> That was good. So it was it like kind of like anything that we, you know, this would help us bring people into the park if we had rock bands and stuff. I know a lot of festivals do that. Okay. Were you always kind of thinking like the the next promotional level, 
Was there anything promotional wise that you were like, all right, this is too far. This is crazy. We, we can't do this. Now, you know, the, the music business was a real specialty back then. And I think all, we tried all different things, but you get wiped out in a rainstorm. You know, you, you, you have to guarantee the money and then it rains and nobody comes. And sometimes we shows ourselves. Sometimes we'd hire promoters. There's, we, he did it all. My dad was like fearless. He tried everything. Del, was he? Was your Del's dad? Was, later. was your dad satisfied at the end of his life with uh, what he had accomplished, or do you, you always think he wanted more? He really, like his goal was to be like a kind of a Disney guy. You think he was happy with the way it turned out? Oh my! My dad was happy every day. He was like nice. a, he wouldn't. Went the, he went through the day just having fun. You know, it's anything for a, a good time, a laugh. He worked really hard. He liked accomplishments. He loved people. He was surrounded by characters so he had he had like a very full life a great life and to the day he died he was like working on new deals he's like serial entrepreneur cool so very fortunate to have such a he's really an american pioneer to have him as my yeah, dad you was, know uh, it's amazing thing very rare for uh someone to have that such a that kind of drive it's amazing uh personality trait that you don't see very often so i love god it bless man. that man god bless him thank you you know what I, about i got about i got some mom? scars and uh you know God bless her. What about your mom? My mom, my mom was the, kind of the glue. I mean, we're, there were six kids that we had, and she was a professional homemaker. She's like the best mom in the whole wide world. You know, we didn't just send uh, holiday cards to our relatives. We made them, you know, with little arts and crafts. Dinner was on the table every night. Sunday nights, we all sat together. She had a huge vegetable garden, which she did. She made us all weed and work our, our butts off. Um, you know, we all went to church every Sunday. We had, a, you know, had a pretty strict upbringing. And really, you know what? The fact that she taught me to be like respectful of women saved my butt working at Action mm, Park. Right, right. right. Boss's, that was the boss's son. I hired all the hot-looking chicks in the eighties. You know what? I, I, I never. <laughs> right. I think I did all right. Yeah, well, that's right. good because in the eighties, if you're the boss's son and it's like a license, so, you know, I'm glad. It's good for you. I'm glad you uh, I, I guess on my, the side of uh, caution there. My question was, did she? How did she tolerate her husband's grand vision? That's was kind of you know, like I do a lot of crazy things here. I got about six acres. I'm, I'm going to do a lot of build outs and a lot of crazy ideas and rides up here. What? And my wife just rides. My wife, uh, yeah, my wife doesn't tolerate <laughs> it. She's like, "What are you nuts? What do you think you're Walt Disney? You so are nuts." How did your mom tolerate like your dad's vision and dreams or was she supportive the whole time? You know, she was, she kind of, she knew what she was getting into from the beginning. My father really didn't change throughout his life. You know, he was a, mm -hmm. he was just a guy that liked to have, to have fun. He was very ambitious. Um, there were times, there were times when it, you know, became overwhelming. I mean, when we were all working there and we just sit down for dinner and all we talk about is action park and, Every once in a while, she's like, "No action park store talking. Enough of that. Is come it, on, let's it, talk about something right. else." All right. Don't don't bring your work home. With you. Hey, you guys come home, you're soaking wet. Like, no, nah, can't bring it up. Did you guys? Where, did you live? Did you live close to the park? We, no, we lived about an hour. We lived in uh, yeah. outside of Morristown, New Jersey, about an hour away. But um, yeah. as we got older, my dad started developing um, condominiums up there, so we'd stay in the condos for the summer, um, so we wouldn't have to do those drives. Yeah. Hey, hey, Andy, I'm current. This is Paul. I'm currently in Morristown right now. And <laughs> and I'm very familiar with Harding Township and the Great Swamp where where you lived. And I just think that's amazing that we, in the book you talked about how you guys basically had this whole compound of land that, you know, you do like football games or just like, it, you know, is that where your mom mostly she stay there as opposed to going to the park like the rest of the family uh, working? She'd stay at home and be the stay at home mom. No, I mean, she, she would come up, you know, if, when, when there were events and whatnot, but we would, 
you know, off, we, we, we were all young guys growing up. We would commute there. But, uh, no, it was great. They had 10 acres next to the Great Swamp. We had an indoor gymnasium we played basketball at. We had a huge field for soccer. We had a tennis court. We had a pond for canoeing, ice hockey, fishing. And then the Great Swamp was like thousands of acres that we'd go back and ride mini bikes in. We wow. were like my dad was really into sports and competition. Yeah, I think Action so he Park had us involved with everything. Action Park had uh, basketball courts and tennis courts on uh, on site too, didn't it? Yeah, in fact, uh, <laughs> what I used to do is I used to hire guys if they were good basketball players. And what we would do for a break in the middle of the day is, I mean, I couldn't believe guys would pay their fifteen or twenty bucks to come in and they play basketball all day. <laughs> yeah, you could do that for rides. free in the park, yeah. <laughs> So we would like have our team, the Action Park team. We'd like whoever's on the court. We'd come up and try to beat them. And the thing that's funny about it is my father encouraged it because he loved basketball. Yeah. And sometimes he would join in with us. He would play, wow. and we'd play against the kids wow, that were great. at the park. It was fun. Right. They, I remember the basketball court. They sprayed you with a fire hose the entire time you tried to play. <laughs> did, did the uh, did <laughs> did your dad come up with all the ideas for the rides? Did you ever come up with an idea for a ride that was that made it, or one that was shot down? Good question. I, I never came up with any ideas for rides. Uh, my dad came up with some of the ideas, ideas from a lot of guys that he brought in from all over the country that had ideas. There was a guy, a genius, a guy, a Dick Crowell from out in California, who who really was one of the first guys to build water slides. And he came up with the idea of using foam on a water slide so that it was padded, which meant you could do really crazy stuff. He was a mm. genius, Dick Crowell. So and can- then there was this guy, Stan Checkett's, who had the stationary bungee towers, and he came up with the idea of the space shot and using pneumatic magic. My dad ended up going into the roller coaster business with him, and they had a huge roller coaster company for a while that made a lot of money. Wow, wow, tough business. <laughs> you got to be really like confident, like you said before, to, to like be like, all right, yeah, let's build roller coasters. I don't give a shit. Let's I, know. Go. I just Andy- saw the commercial for the slingshot. And it's like, you tried bungee jumping. How about trying it this way? And I was watching a bunch of the old commercials because they take me back to my childhood. Channel 9, WORTV. And yeah, he came up with, who came up with the slingshot? I don't remember who came up with that. I always thought it was Chekets, but I don't think it was. Chekets had the the bungee tower. You know, the bungee towers were like deemed the safest bungee jumps in like the country. Really? Because there were airbags underneath them. So if you like somehow screwed up, you ended up right. in an airbag. Yeah. I think the yeah. worst thing that ever happened is someone like um, sprained their ankle. But no one ever got hurt. And we did thousands and thousands. The best story, though, is when uh, they had like Live at Five. It was a New York, radio, New York Live news Chuck's station. <laughs> and there was this guy, Farnsworth, that was supposed to come up there and, <laughs> and, and jump, jump. And he heard to death. He wouldn't do it. Right. And so they're like, they, they, every time they're like, all right, here we are, Ben Farnsworth, he's going to, and he wouldn't right. jump, they go to commercial. And, and my brother, my little brother's like, I got to get him to jump. So they ended up pushing the guy off. Right. Oh, oh no. Are kidding? And he screamed like a little girl and wet his yeah. pants. This is Ben Farnsworth signing off. the studio literally fell off their chairs <laughs> and were laughing so hard at this guy. I remember being in the Boy Scouts story. and doing the cliff diving thing and some and asking the, the guy behind me to push me off because you, sometimes you're too scared, but you want to do it. And I was like, give me a push. And he, he uh, totally shoved me off a cliff. It was great. You had to wear wow. sneakers because you hit the, hit the bottom hard. You have to wear like a crappy <laughs> pair of sneakers. Yeah, you gotta you commit to the dive or go in. With I, you know, when you t- when you talk, you didn't come up with any ideas for it, but I have some ideas. You want to hear my uh, ideas? I call <laughs> I call them ride ride ideas. Yeah, far away, man. All right, so if you're gonna open up a park, here's a, I have a couple ideas for a 
some some rides. This this one, a huge guy just holds your head underwater. <laughs> I haven't come up with a name for it yet, but that's one of them. And I have, uh, this one uh, is called Cement Shoes. Hey. You put a... <laughs> Forget about it. How about a, a, this one's called Tommy's Boat. You go out to the reservoir, and the boat has a bunch of holes in it, and you try to work. Tommy's Boat. Sounds like a Sopranos-themed... Yeah, this uh, one's called the, pr- the Pressure Washer. You just stand there, and, you're f- and uh, five guys shoot you with a pressure washer until <laughs> your skin comes oh, No, up. no, no. We had that ride. <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite ride? How about uh, Jellyfish Cove? Uh, any interest in that? These ideas, you know, we could we could work here. Um, another ride idea came up was uh, the. He uh, said, the, "Stick the podcast." The, stick to the right. <laughs> Wait till you hear the end. Uh, uh, the bathtub toaster. Any interest in that uh, ride idea? No. All right, I will stick to podcasting. This is a. I, I'm never writing a bit again. That was horrible. <laughs> Andy, what I don't was know if you should say podcasting Andy. either. This one's called Guantanamo Bay. What do you think of that? Right. All these involve water. You know, the Alpine Slide was a great ride because you could really. It took skill, and you could race. Yes. You know, your brothers yeah. or your friends down. Yep. Right. And you, could, it was really, it was really thrilling, and and you could crash. So, oh, yeah. like, you know, there was a little bit of risk. So you were a little scared. But you were using skill. You're going fast. It, it really was. It was a great, great ride. It was a great ride. It was a great ride. And, and people would like kind of flip off of it sometimes and stuff. But I think I don't know if it happened to me. But then you get back on the horse and go the rest of the way down. You know, it was, we were men the back. Problem, the problem was if your skin touched the slide, it would give you a right. Yeah, well, right. they would tell. The Action Park tattoo. We were given out tattoos before they became popular. Tra- traction Park, if I remember correctly. Yeah, well, you know, park. at the top of the mountain, the kid, the kid would tell you. What's gonna happen? You should listen to him, and you'll be fine. He would right. tell you, you're gonna be, you know, you're gonna yeah. if you there's stick a, your elbow a, out, you're gonna don't get... go fast over the right. dip. It's concrete. You're on a skateboard, you idiot. What do you think's gonna happen? Right. And right. I remember th- this was pretty tough. If you wiped out and went over like one of the side embankments, as I often did, because I'm an idiot, um, it was pretty pretty tough to get back on and get enough speed before the person in back of you went up your ass. Right. So that was something you constantly had to watch out for. But that made it. Even more fun. This guy going 60 miles an hour coming up the rear. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, we have a chat box here, and we have listeners uh, chiming in. And I have a question here from one of our listeners. It says, quote, I really, really want to know everything about the party party show where the employees would get together and party and, quote, unquote, fuck. Does it still exist? Oh, my God. Hold on. Um, I wouldn't know what's going on there today, but um, – <laughs> You know, I, I found out about this uh, room that some of the lifeguards, this guy Smokovich from uh, Queens, <laughs> he built in the in the, uh, the fan room, which no one in because it was so loud in there with yeah. the fans on, you couldn't survive. But the thing was, the fans would be on for 20 minutes making the waves and off for 10. Right. And I'd like to go smoke. When I finally found that he did this and I wasn't really happy about it, I'm like, <laughs> how could you, what do you do? What do you mean that's so loud? He goes, Fans are on for 20 minutes, but they're off for 10. You got to be fast, man. You got to be fast. <laughs> yeah, the thing about working in a place with gigantic fans is it sucks all the weed smoke they're right out. Smoke. Right. Yeah. I thought there would be Amazing. a bunch of gerbils on a treadmill uh, making those waves, but I guess they're just the fans. Doesn't sure smoke work for the MTA? Because I just found out they found an underground man cave underneath Grand Central Station. <laughs> Could have been his work. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it looks like his work. It looks like his work. Uh, did you have uh, rivalries with uh, Dorney Park and Great Avenger? Did you know? Did your dad have communication with the people who ran those places? And was there like, a, what was the tension like there, if any? 
You know, he knew he knew almost everybody in the industry. You know, they, had, they would have these conventions where the um, down right. in Orlando every year, and the guys that had new rides would put them on display. He got to know his competitors. And uh, the funny thing is, it's actually my writer came up with this idea that when my dad died, it was actually when Hurricane Sandy came through. Right. And Hurricane Sandy like knocked a roller coaster at the Jersey Shore into the water. Exactly. And my writer says, I it's that, as if Gene one last swipe at his competitors, you know, as he died. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, when I saw that picture, I'm like, that's, I would it's ride that at this water. This is like, that was, I think awesome. that, that was Seaside Park, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 We're, we're talking with Andy. He's uh, the author of a book called Action Park, Fast Times, Wild Rides, and the Untold Story of America's Most Dangerous Amusement uh, Park. You're t- when we talk about your ride, you're talking about Jake. So you think it's uh, Jake Rosen? Jake Rosen, yeah. Jake was like, I mean, uh, I was so lucky to find him. He had written some stuff on Action Park. <clears throat> That's what I did. I went to guys that had written about Action Park when I was looking for a writer. Cool. And I convinced him to do a book pitch with me, which is like an outline of the book. It's uh, some sample chapters, who the characters are, and who we think would appeal to. And we went and shopped it. We actually shopped it as Knoxville's movie was coming out. We didn't know Knoxville's movie would bomb. So we got turned down by, like, everybody. But this guy, Sam Rain from Penguin Random House, said, hey, this looks good. And he uh, he backed us. And uh, we were off to the races. He gave us, fronted us some money, and we wrote the book. And it turned out pretty good. In fact, it turned out so good that we took the book to Hollywood and we shot, and all of a sudden, I got someone that wanted to, to buy the rights. And then another guy, and another guy. I had 10 studios wanted to buy the rights to make really? this into a uh, movie or a miniseries. And was it eventually wow. made into the documentary we see today? Do you have any involvement? No, in that? no, that's, separate, that's, right? that's, that's the big misnomer. That documentary yeah. is a piece of garbage because right. it's totally inaccurate. That guy that did it. You know, mm-hmm. he had 50 grand to put that together, and he just used all stupid, sensational bullshit uh, oh, yeah. to, put it, to put it together. I'm real happy with it because it's got so many inaccuracies. You got to read the book for the real story. Yeah, I'm but not watching the, that bullshit then. After that, guy. The book. But, and- but the, the good thing is we're going to have a miniseries because I got 20th Century Fox and Hulu bought the rights, which is really cool. They're Disney companies. My dad nice. would love it. Yeah. And I was just <laughs> on the phone the other day with the producer, Jason Weiner of Modern Family. He's got two writers that he's talking to that are like world-class writers, and he wants to put a movie star in as my father, like a big name. Nice. So it's nice. going to be – I think you're going to see something pretty incredible I, come about. I, 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 I feel like this Congrats. book would sell itself. I, I see this the cover of this book, and I'm buying it immediately in the in the bookstore. This, it's, it's, you know, this is – it's it's so interesting to me. How can you know? I'm I'm surprised you even had to shop it at all. It seems like a home run. And it, you should have any thought to making a a TV series. It'd be like a fun sitcom, like a no. That, that's every exactly day what they're going to do. Oh, is it? Oh, I thought you said a movie. Oh, okay. Nice. No, they're going to make a TV series out of it. Right. Hey, what Andy. Andy, if you had a choice, who would you like to have uh, play your dad? You know, it's funny. Um, Mario. He's too old now, but <laughs> Jeff Bridges. When he was in Tucker, he was awesome in that. Yes. We, you know, Ron, Ron, Ron Gosling. You need a guy with a lot of energy and a lot of, like, you know, a dreamer, a guy with uh, that's just, like, big personality. You know, Alec Baldwin, he's probably too old. He would be great. How, how, how old compared to my old man. How old was your dad um, in, like, let's say 1978? Uh, he was in his uh, early 40s. Right. Right. Like you guys. Now. So well, I'm trying to think of an so, actor. Maybe but Andy, didn't you uh, 
Weren't you in that documentary, though, the one you were just kind of shitting on? Like, didn't you have a part in it, though? No. So here's the story. The guy that did it made a mini documentary like five or seven years ago. I was in that because we were trying to promote. We had bought, we had gotten the park back. We, we rebranded it Action Park. He wanted to do a little thing on, you know, that actually went viral. So I was interviewed for that. When he wanted to make this movie, he wanted me involved. I declined. And then he used the footage from that previous documentary. Oh, in the movie. And you can't, okay, you can't sue him, right? Just tell that to Matt. To Matt. Uh, I fire him and he won't, he's going to sue me for using this. I've been around. Uh, and, and we've been in controversial businesses my whole life. And, you know, right. people that know me know me. People that know my father and my father. I don't really care what these other people think, you yeah, know. Yeah. The ones who loved them, and uh, you want to know the real story, you read the book. Get out of this whole lockdown COVID crap. Get my book, read it. You will have a blast. And right. see what I don't think like. Action Park would have a big sign outside, no masks. I think. Uh, uh, I believe, when does the book if you're, come you're out? You're already there. When did the book come out, and what what publisher is it? It's it's, it's Penguin Random Penguin House. Penguin Random House, and it came out uh, at the end of June, June thirtieth. Right. And would you say, uh, you know, you might disagree with the doc and how it's made and whatnot, but would you maybe admit to that it's helped raise your profile, help sell, help sell some books? You know, I looked at the book sales, um, and really there wasn't any kind of spike when the documentary came out at all. Yeah, so have them. Read the book. Screw that documentary. The book is great. <laughs> you got to see it. It's very easy to read. It's, it's uh, very affordable, too. Where's so the best I, place we could buy the book, Andy, that helps you the most? You know, actionparkbook.com. You can get it on there. You can buy some T-shirts there, too, or you can go on, like, any major distributor, Amazon or Barnes & Noble, you name it. It's everywhere. Right, but if you go to actionparkbook.com, <clears throat> you can uh, you can get the merch, you can get the you can get the book, and that would probably be more of a direct uh, line to you, right, than the Amazon stuff. Yeah, that'd be great. By the that'd way, thanks for sending me the book. Um, it's, it's it's soaking wet. It comes, uh, it's completely wet. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's padded in foam. <laughs> yeah, I got Andy, hurt I opening gonna... the envelope. I was going to say, I, uh, I'm a professional merchandiser. You have a great ability here to uh, merch out an entire Action Park Kingdom. I hope you're doing that. <laughs> Trying, trying. We're working it. I had a question back in the day when the park was open. Are there like retro T-shirts that you guys, did you have merch at the park? T-shirts? Was there, All you find now is repo stuff. Did you have oh, yeah, like... No, there was, there was tons of uh, Action Park stuff that... Uh, and even at once, in, in fact, I did a book signing down in uh, on the Jersey Shore about a week ago. Somebody showed up with an old staff shirt that must have been like thirty years old. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Thanks for not signing my book, by the way. I appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> what was your? If you had to pick a favorite ride for personally yourself, what do you got? Uh, I liked going in the wave pool at night with uh, after hours, bringing some friends in there and going for oh. a nice quiet swim. There is with, a chapter in the book, park, park, Action Park After Dark. That's right. <laughs> and uh, what about concessions? So wait, you guys your move? favorite ride is getting laid? Oh, I can't boy, really oh, argue boy. with I that. I didn't say that, John, but you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about – go ahead, Ryan. Uh, there's, Ryan. There's, there's a uh, – Someone mentioned on our chat box box here, there's there's an artist, uh, a, a music group called Shellac, and they have an album out called At Action Park. Are you Holy aware God, of this, man. Andy? Yeah, I, I am, and I, I don't get it. I just do not get it at all. John and Brian. I have nothing to do with Action Park. 
You want to explain that, Brian? Me and Brian just held the record up at the same time. That was weird. Well, I don't oh, know. Hey. I don't know yeah. either what Shellac's <laughs> intention there. I don't know if they're talking about our action park or just they made up some action park. So they're saying. actually, Andy, they're, they're friends of the show, believe it or not. So we know those dudes a little bit. And uh, I thought, John, maybe there was some insight on that. No, but... I get no insight. No, but we'll be immediately <laughs> sending them a cease and desist order. Right, That's Andy? Right. <laughs> no, man. Let, let them promote, promote the ad park. Yeah. yeah. That's the 70s spirit of this litigious world. On writing, also, uh, this any, album came out in, I think, was it 95, 96? Yeah, sounds about right. It's right when the park closed. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. Looking for a date on it and flipping this thing around. I think it's 96, 97. Um, yeah. Hey, John, what was your question? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Paul, right. Yeah, I was gonna, I'm sorry to interrupt. I was going to ask... Um, I know you have six siblings. I know, Andy, in the book, you mentioned that you worked right there with the snowmakers and, and you had your you had your feet in the dirt. You were digging ditches. Was all of your brothers and sisters responsible for helping out, too? Is everybody involved? Yeah, I mean, uh, we all we all had our stints up there. Some of us worked more summers there than others. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't like you had to work there, but we all wanted to work there. And okay. um, heck, two of my brothers met their wives there. Uh, uh, and then there's three of us that really are wor still working up in the valley uh, that kind of stuck around. But the other guys went on to do different things. But mm -hmm. it was great, man. We had so much fun there. We had, you know, met so many great friends and had, it was a great experience. We learned a lot about, you know, how to run things, how to be responsible. It was a good time. Did, uh, cool. did the, the um, did the action park, did you end up eating at what you do now is real estate and golf courses and hotels and stuff. Did that, did you parlay that into that or is it completely a separate, uh, you know, career? the way I saw yeah. it is, you know, my dad, again, my dad didn't want to just do the, 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 the same thing that everybody else had done before. So whenever I look at a project, I try to do something really unique. Like when I built the grand cascades lodge, I'm like, we got to do some amenities that are off the charts. And I came up with this idea, which is pretty common now, but this was 15 years ago of building a restaurant inside of a garden, which we call the chef's garden. So there's all the vegetables and herbs are all around you, and you dine inside this thing where there's a spit and a smoker. That's, like, fun and unique. And it was, wasn't was the most practical, but people loved it. You know, we have an indoor pool with a retractable roof, and the roof actually allows UV light, and so you get suntan in the winter in this indoor pool. So I have an 18-hole cutting course that's built there. It's really a cool place. So what I really tried to do was, you know, really entertain. It's a different type of entertainment. It's almost like an adult action park. But just try to do something that's really great and unique and different and, and gives people, you know, they have a great time. That's what it's all about. That's what I learned. Are you involved in the day-to-day -day operations of something like that? Do you go around and glad hand with people and hang out? Or are you just kind of like a, a, from afar? Running no, the, the good news is that the way it's worked with my sister, Julie, and Julie and I, Julie, the operator, she runs everything. I develop everything. I build everything. And she operates it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. The level of detail. She watches every nickel. She works like a dog. There's no getting one over on her. She's there all the time. You're involved. Um, I, with I like to go there, but I like to go there to drink beer and, and go to the wine cellar and drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> You're involved in the designing of the golf courses too. Like what goes into that? Well, I, I built I built a number of them, but we would hire professional designers. That's yeah. a real specialty. Right, had this right. guy Roger Rule, which was really talented dude, that did a bunch of them for us. You know but the clubhouses were all me. You know, I'd hire architects, but I'd tell them what I wanted. Like, Ballyone was is our great course that we have. It's a link style, and we built this Irish like cottage as the clubhouse, which is up on the hill. It's a really cool spot. It's you know, we got six golf courses. They're 
It's wow. quite a little golf mecca Jeez. up there. Listen, What's your I need to, My baby? next question is, can I borrow $2,000? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Every, right. Always met with silence. Always, every time. <laughs> what would you, 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 you hand to your scratch golfer? You, you have even to golf, play golf. Right? You know what? I don't play much golf. golf. I used to play a lot. I haven't played much lately. I'm a, I'm actually a, on Ballyon. I built a soccer field, which is impeccably groomed by my greenskeepers, and I have a team. In fact, nice. we had a game today. We tied uh, three three. What's the name? You want to challenge us in the little squirts? What's the name of the team? No, no, adult for men. We got an adult league for men. Yeah. You see uh, my you see my shirt there, Andy? Yeah. Can you oh, there see you us? go. He's a coach under, of a under the Throg's soccer. Neck Bridge. <laughs> I coached uh, Pele's grandson for ten years. You know the guy that started in goal for me played with Pele at the, for the New York Cosmos. Nice. Really, uh, really. Daughter, uh, pretty cool. His daughter lives uh, in in our area here, so uh, I got the honor of coaching his son, watching him grow up. Great. Very cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. I hey, Andy, I have going back a little bit, I have a question about the German brewery. I know the brewmaster's name was Otto, if I'm not mistaken. Could you talk about him a bit and what he was like? Oh, this guy, you know, people <laughs> put on these lederhosen, which is like leather pants with like suspenders. <laughs> Yeah. for yeah. Oktoberfest to like dress up this yep. guy wore him every day to work like it was his <laughs> uniform <laughs> he didn't speak any english he was kind of a little rough he's like he was scary in fact i'll never forget the first time i went into the brewery because the, the thing was the anticipation of this beer like because it was a lager and not an ale ales you can brew pretty quick but lagers have to sit around and age and it was like when is the beer going to be ready when is it going to be ready and I missed it. I missed it when they did the tasting. And I was so upset. But then, like, the next day, I came down, and I had a friend working there, and he let me in. And, I, you know, it was like, I don't know that I should have been in there. And so we go in, and Otto catches us, and he screams at us. And I don't know what the fuck he's saying. He's <laughs> screaming at us. And he was, you know what he's getting mad at? He's mad because we didn't take our shoes off. He didn't care that we took our shoes off. The place was so clean, but he was great. He was a real character. We had a, a brewer, Stefan. But what's really funny story is the guy from Sam Adams, uh, what's his name, Cook? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, Cook, yep. Comes down, down brewery. Jim Cook. He, Jim yeah, Cook. Jim Cook, and he hears that these guys have brought the, a brewery from Germany. All the barley and hops was from Germany. They were German brewmeisters. They brewed by the old Puritan methods. Yes. It was done in casks. We put the beer in wooden kegs. It was like the real deal. These guys come down. Cook comes down. He's asking Otto and the other guy questions, and there's somebody interpreting. And the Germans don't say anything until they finally say, you know what? You ask too many questions. You clearly don't really don't know what you're doing. You know, get out of here. Wow. <laughs> Send them back in. Spot the Boston spy. Hey, so how do you guys prove uh, that? Just, you know, I'm just a guy. Not a, not, not Jim. <laughs> they were Cook. very tight lipped, those Germans. But we had oh, so they don't fun. put up with nonsense, especially from. <laughs> I used to, day. you know, what you got to realize it was, I was 18, right? 18 hmm. when the brewery opens. I never ran out of beer. And I would take, I would take these little wooden kegs that we'd fill up, and you'd have to tap them with, like, a brass tap and a hammer. Right. I would right, take right. them to parties, and I was like, the life of the party, because I brought my own like, little keg of beer that was pretty Fine. cool. Right. They're looking for someone to tap the keg you rented. You show up at a golden tap. They're like, this guy's, this guy's the best. Right. <laughs> and I have a question. The, the beer that was made – at that brewery, aside from inside the Oktoberfest tent, inside 
outside of that beer garden, wasn't that same beer made available at the snack stands and the kiosks where beer yeah, was sold? Yeah, absolutely. And my, you know, cool. my father's like, this is, I actually, he said, I can make more money, make my own beer. Mm. So he pushed it all over the place. But the thing that was a challenge is it was the original beer was, was not filtered. So it was cloudy. Right. And you know, he guys from, this is like back in the eighties, people oh, didn't know about microbreweries and all these different types of beers. Mm-hmm. So, for some of New Yorkers, they're like, "Give me my Budweiser or my exactly. Miller Lite. I don't right, know what this right. stuff is." Yeah, and the funny is, when, when you stuff. when you bought a beer at Action Park, you actually had to dive into the uh, keg and uh, <laughs> keg dive. That was the best ride. <laughs> keg dive, dive is good. And we lost another one. He, <laughs> he died. He died. We he loved drinking fifty-five gallons of beer. We should start wrapping up soon as I the said, hour I just is up, want to ask I, you something, Andy, and thank you for very much for joining us. Uh, I really yeah. appreciate your time. What is the scariest Andy. scariest moment at Action Park, ride or otherwise, that you ever – I know you were a lifeguard there. Did you ever see something you're like, oh, man, this is this, this, this is scaring the crap out of me here. This is not Bad. good. I just want to end on a high there note. Were, there, were, there were a couple fights that were pretty vicious that uh, was not weren't a lot of fun. Um, yeah, right. I knew it wasn't. You know, I, I, I was I had the unfortunate, um, you know, uh, event where I actually pulled somebody off the bottom of the pool that didn't, oh. walk, didn't end up living. So oh, sorry. There were some there were some rough times uh, there for sure. But there were so many more fun times. And I had, you know, if I had to do it all over again, I'd do it. And all my buddies that worked there, they all say the same thing. They say, man. That was the best job I ever had working at Action Action. My question is, are you still friendly with the uh, your your co-staff there? Not necessarily the executives you still see day to day, but like some of like, you know, the managers or the or their lifeguards, are you still friendly with some of those people? I've got lifelong friends and then what's really was cool is this book I you know, I had to I called a lot of them we interviewed. Mm-hmm. And then I had this I had this one girl, a real, a real, she was a very attractive girl that worked at the Wavepool named Lynette, which we mentioned in the book. She gets a hold of me, she goes Thank you, thank you, thank you for writing this book because now my kids have to believe all my action park stories. <laughs> exactly. it's in the book. Awesome. It was a magical awesome. place. They're like, okay, mom, whatever you say. The right, book yeah. is called Let's Action hang Park. Out party shack. Action Park, Fast Times, Wild Rides, and Untold Stories of America's Most Dangerous Amusing Park. Park. Andy Mulvihill and uh, with Jake Rose, and it's a great book. It's very well researched. And they, listen, the guy was there. He is the guy. If you're yeah. going to read a book, you read a book by the guy who was there. Not some, yeah, other, not some, sitcom, not some Johnny stuff. Come Lately or something. We appreciate cool. your time, uh, Andy. Is there anything you want to plug or say uh, before uh, we k- take you off this wild ride? Yeah, what's no, next? No, man, I, I just, I, I tell you, it's an easy read, and everyone that it reads is. this is the same thing. Don't read it in public because you're going to start la- laughing out loud and people are going <laughs> to say, what's going on with you? And you better have some time because people start reading it and they don't put it down. They like a lot of people have read it right through. So yes. I pr- it's an easy read. I promise you, you'll have a great time. It's an escape, and it kind of shows you what was going on in the '80s. So and look forward to the Hulu series. It'll be out in about a year or so. Yeah, excellent. I'm excellent. Subscribe excellent. to Hulu again. Amazing. Yeah. You know, this is you talk about a book that's right up my alley. I, I, you know, I can't wait to not skim it. 
that you sent I to me I bought it yesterday. instantly. The minute I heard about it, I bought it Did right you? away. So. Really? You seem Same. to have not read it yet, though. Thank you, Tom. Oh, yeah, I have. I have. <laughs> uh, Andy, I, I read it over a, a weekend. It was it was that quick. I couldn't put it down because it just made me, me live my like, whole life up until, you know, it, uh, Action Park closed. It was quite the uh, memory buster. So. Yeah, I concur. Uh, I, I read that book. I, I cranked it out in a week, and I'm a really slow reader. I'm a lazy reader, it's and I great, through that It's shit. a great, great conversation. Book. Like, if you ever talk to someone about Action Park, and they've been there it's like bang you're gonna be talking about that for an hour everyone's got a mm. great story about this place that we all had great I, I amazing miss it. times at. i miss it i used to I go do. all the yeah. time yeah. I, I miss, miss life too. the way it used to be <laughs> thank you you know life used to be action park all right oh here we go all right thank you andy appreciate yes. it <laughs> thank you andy. Thank you guys thank thanks you. so much thanks for having me on it's great meeting you guys really nice yeah. of you to do it thanks man all right take care there, bye-bye there you go thanks so, andy. andy get the book there. penguin random there. house uh, actionparkbook.com yeah. there you go in bookstores everywhere find bookstores everywhere it is really an easy read and uh it's like you yep know, it's. I mean, even a guy like me can read. Can read it. No, I don't know. There's, there's a couple pictures. <laughs> the audio book. That's what I did last night. The barrage. I started looking for all, all the pictures, but I did. I did read two chapters rather quickly while you guys were talking. Yeah, I know. I had to disinfect the book. <laughs> I, I was actually this. I was actually hoping they would they would do something different because that action point movie was garbage. Was so it? it's really I, I haven't seen they, it. I didn't even know about it until uh, yeah. But it, it's yep. basically like Action Park as as a jackass or the like, Knoxville. Vehicle? Yeah, it's not good yeah. at all. Yeah. But if, after if you watch it, angles. if you watch it knowing it's garbage, it's actually trashy what, and funny. It was. It's a feature film. Like it's a documentary. Yes. In fact, John, if you have. If you have uh, so it's real. It's not the, um, fiction. Prime Video, I think it's free on Prime Video. Yeah, I don't right have now. any of that shit. What so am I supposed to get? Uh, HBO Max. We shouldn't be promoting something that Andy. No, we're not promoting it. We're just saying tell people where to find it. I'm going to sign up. We're just saying for extracurricular. If you want to see what this piece of shit is, you can watch it here. I'm watching you guys. Piece of shit. to Zookeeper. Animals talk. It got 14 percent on Rotten Tomato. It was amazing. What's animals talk? Why are you promoting Zookeeper then? We're promoting Ashen Park. <laughs> it's a piece uh-huh. of shit. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. I, I feel like he's losing his mind for real. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then hey, I, I saw an orangutan's feet, and I parachuted out of a plane. Yeah, the one thing we didn't talk about was uh, uh, Motor World. The one oh, rule. Right. The Motor World. The one rule that they had was. You had to have a driver's license to uh, to operate any of those vehicles. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but I was too young. <laughs> but yeah, but I was too young also. But if as if they actually checked the driver's licenses, I don't believe they did. Also, here's something I could say about Motor World. If you went to Motor World, you had to wait on these long queues and you had to wait on these long lines. First, first on the side of Route 94, you could go on all of these slides. Right, which was just a, a a long set of stairs that you had to go up. Well, the the other That's thing I liked a lot there's too no was lines. those tanks well, you drive around and they would shoot tennis balls. Right, right. You could, it was like and the, you could the, disable if you hit somebody's target, you would start spinning. around. I forgot about that. The guy right. would start spinning around. It's like American Gladiators or uh, uh, the, the yeah. video game Combat for the Atari. Yeah. Right. Actually, John, they did have their own version of American Gladiator for a while, and they hired, I think, ex-pro boxers or something close they to have it. Nitro is Butterbean right. all right. Nitro, yeah, and they had that. But Ryan, going back to those tanks, I couldn't get on the tanks, nor did I want to wait in the lines for it. But surrounding the arena where the tanks drove, they had air cannons that you could shoot at the tanks from around oh, yeah, the perimeter of the right. circle. Yeah, so, right. and if you hit the tanks, they'd spin. Yeah, I think Gene uh, 
you know, uh, innovated a lot of this stuff that, that people ended up copying. Yeah. yeah, there's no yeah, country bear jamboree at this point. No, we need tanks. You know what? I, you know, <laughs> my other idea was I, I just put sharks in all the water. <laughs> God. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, here's something. They were. Ah, they, they don't were... really bite. You feed they're, them. Oh, they're not hungry. They just bump you with their nose. There's sharks in there. You know what? If you get leg leg bitten off, why don't you go I, to, I, watch I, the I movies? Really there's build... an ambulance waiting for you right there. <laughs> I really want to build a moat around the cabin. You know. <laughs> Good. Me too. We <laughs> all want a moat around it so we can't get. Oh, with alligators. Fire right. <laughs> well, Tommy, keep in mind, moats they smell. Right. So if you want to deal with the stink, and hey, Paul, or how do you know you that? Else... <laughs> a memory that I have, and I don't know if I'm confusing confusing this. With... Remember the rock quarry remember, that we used to swim in? Stays. That was an attraction, also. Paul? Moat, moat yeah, expert, yeah, yeah. Brian. I don't know Motico. if I'm confusing. <laughs> I don't know if I'm confusing the rock quarry with Action Park, but I remember moat the water world. had had fish. Whether it was like local trout or what, what other, there was fish yeah, that would be in it. the waters. Was that Action Park or was that the fucking quarry? I wouldn't be surprised if you like that water that you shot out the cannonball slide had like right. fish in it. Yeah, well, it was, it was know, that kind of mountain water. Everyone shot down my idea for Jellyfish Cove, which is like uh, swimming your own rest. And my other my, the idea I didn't get to the and the last ride that you went before you leave Action Park is drowning in debt. You get to do the books for the park for, uh, for an hour. <laughs> or you just do the books for this show. I'll show you that. Drowning in debt. Oh drowning god. In debt. Yeah. Why do you stop directing my show? I see uh, my friend's <laughs> face right there on the screen. He's a little worried about time. I give a shit. If I worried about every face he made, I'd freaking uh, jump off a bridge. And, uh, you know, uh, my, and that would be a ride. What was my other favorite ride? Yeah, take a long walk <laughs> off a short <laughs> pier. Is a good Brooklyn, one. The Brooklyn Bridge <laughs> over, the, the, what do you call it? The Brooklyn Bridge. Go jump, jump. in a lake was a good one, uh, you know. You didn't forget uh, hey, the best John, ride, Drive with Mario. It's a bungee. John, you, you park your car, your car in the bridge, you get out and kill yourself, but there's a bungee cord in it. Ah, just kidding. What about kayaking through Hellgate? Right, kayaking. <laughs> right. The East River Challenge. Have you ever been bit by, have you ever been stung by a jellyfish, John? Oh, many times, of course. Oh, it sucks. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That's why I pissed on my own life. I can't miss Noma. You don't pee on them after they get stung. I kept peeing on people. But oh, me me tenderizer. I kept peeing on well, people. I thought, I thought the whole thing was that the urine, whatever acids are in the urine, neutralizes the ah, It's horse shit. It's not sterile. Them. You know what's in it? Piss. Friends. Hey, this is so, sterile. It's piss. Not sterile. It's sterile in your body once it comes out and hits the air. The lifeguard used to keep meat tenderizer to rub on the jellyfish thing. That actually helps. You know what works? Okay. Look it up. You'll know. You, you just go and you sit there and go, this sucks. And Walk then, it off. Yeah, yeah it, it hurts, yeah. man. Yeah, well, you should so, hear about my other ideas I have for Action Park. Again, no, let's hear. The, the, the Man of War Challenge. All right, well, you just got to take a break. Okay. The Portuguese Man of War are completely filled in the tube. Thank hey, you. Hey, John, rock some, uh, rock some at, at Action Park if you can have a cued. Well, you know what, Brian needs to go up. It's funny you mentioned that. If you stuck a broom in my ass, I'd sweep up. We're not taking requests here online. <laughs> oh, come on. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. You guys going to hang around for a while? Come on, hang around. Hang yeah, around. sure. Why not? Uh, There's games to be played, news to be heard. That's right. The night is young. That's right. The night is What's young. up with the news? What's up with the news? I'll tell you Going what. We'll be back we after these news. words from the great band Shellac, who uh, I, love I don't believe any member of them has actually been to Action Park in Park but we'll find out next week when our guest is Bob Weston, Todd Trainer, and Nine. Back after this, live in the garage. A little croak of that. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, everybody.
up friends, life's a harsh reality. Medical, my practice, belief, brutality. When it comes to the law, I take your chances. It's time you all called Freeman and Sanchez. All on the job, got the video, get sick, call 347 9416. Wrong for death, personal injury. And your first consultation is always, it's always, it's always Freeman and Sanchez. Justice and civil liberty, been fighting for you since 1993. Also serving Connecticut and New Jersey. And your first consultation, well, it's always, yeah, it's always free men and Sanchez. Heroes of the masses, that's free men and Sanchez. Thank you, Friedman and Sanchez, the greatest law firm to ever exist and the only sponsor to ever exist on, on this show. And we're back here live from the barrage. Uh, we've got news and uh, uh, we've got games and news to do. Uh, news and games in that order. And, uh, you know, we're, we're on a short uh, we're on a short leash here with the three hour thing. I kind of like it. What do you guys think? Keep it tight. Keep it tight. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for coming in today. Appreciate it. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Thanks for thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm, man, I, uh, I love coming around here. Great, uh, the great awesome. the, thanks, man. The great Paul fun. Hanley and uh, Paul Hanley, of course, listens to the podcast while he runs around in a circle uh, all day, and uh, he's keeping it. Yeah, shape. I, I, I listened to last week's uh, while I was doing a long run yesterday. That's why I was cracking up about the skeleton and the extended <laughs> boat story. Actually, you know, I I enjoyed it. I you know, but, it had all yeah. the uh, uh, twists and turns that I expect from a crazy Tommy. If you story. subscribe to the Patreon, you will get uh, the DVD extras of the boat story, which is it's about a it's a, it's a six DVD set. It's on Laserdisc, and uh, thank you, Andy. For those watching the video chat, Mario has some type there, of huh? ice ice pop. What are you eating there, Mario? I mean, a toffee. Who's eating? No eating on my show. There's no eating in my shop. Ice cream bar. If I buy toffee, nobody in my family eats them, and I can actually have them last. Toffee? What them. kid doesn't eat ice cream? Not what, toffee. What is toffee? Toffee's so good. Ice cream eating mode. Toffee is a cross between coffee and toffee. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Toffee. Get caramel. your toffee. It was Action Park. Open for business. Caramel. Get Never your toffee. This uh, new like format thank is Andy. messing me up, John. This new format is messing me up. I don't care. Th- thank you, Andy uh, Mulvihill, for uh, calling in uh, his new book, Action Park, Fast Times, Wild Rides, and Untold Stories of America's Most Dangerous Amusement Park. Great job. Fun guest. Fun guest. Fun guest. Appreciate it. You like my last question? What was the scariest thing? He's like, well, a guy died. I'm like, oh, shit. I fucked yeah, this exactly. up. Yeah, good ending, John. <laughs> I, had, I had to pull him out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's funny you mentioned he- that. Yeah. Uh, uh, he talks about that in pretty yes. great detail in the book where, uh, well, I don't want to spoil it for those. In yeah, the the news. yeah, the news. Yeah, the news. Wow, what a day. Tom. Hey, hey, Brian, you on your second orange? Uh, we have 47 orange minutes left. Appreciate it, Brian Musikoff and, no, and Paul. I, I, thank you. Please, please yeah, hang around you. and let's get ready for Tommy Rockstar's news. I hate Tommy right now. I don't like him at all. But I, I'm sorry, Tom. I, are we in the air? Oh, yeah, real quick. <laughs> Here's Tommy's news. Tommy Rockstar's news. For up-to-the-minute, late-breaking nationwide... All 
All right, there's another one. Here's the Reporting real thing. Reporting live Let's go. from at least six feet away via Zoom video conferencing app. No, that's not it. What's in the news this week, Tommy? Thank you, John. A lot going on in the news. And, uh, Brian, I'm sorry to cut you off, but we have 46 minutes left, and we got to keep things moving because this should run forever. Just wasted another 10 seconds. <clears throat> New format. New format. What's in the news this week, Tommy? TRN brought to you Well, we got breaking news online. coming out of New York. New York City, believe it or not, breaking news just coming out really? a little while ago. Uh, the New York Times has finally obtained Donald Trump's tax information, wow. uh, extending wow. for o- over two decades, uh, revealing struggling properties, vast tax write-offs, and litigious audit battles, and hundreds of millions of dollars in debt due. How much stake did he have in Action Park? <laughs> wow. John, it's funny you mention that because... Yeah, it's funny you mention that because according to the, this damning article, Donald Trump has only paid... Ready for this now? Seven hundred and fifty dollars in federal income tax the year he won the presidency. Right. So he he's. <laughs> you're here to say that all of us on the show and everyone listening to the show has paid more in income tax yes. than Donald Trump did last year or the yes. year in 2016. Yes. And Amazing. in 2017, in 2017, <laughs> he paid another seven hundred fifty dollars. How does this shit fly? How is this going to fly? I what did he write know. off? Like, is the building? His <laughs> followers will find a way to excuse him for his indiscretion. Fake news, baby. Fake oh, news they're going to say. Prior to that, the disgraced businessman had no income tax paid at all in yeah. 10 of the 15 mm, I lo- years. I love this turbo tax. Ten of the fifteen years he paid no taxes at all. Right. And then Largely he broke down and threw a seven fifty. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Largely because he reported losing much more money than he actually made. Right. This uh, is what you do when you're like a uh, when you play the slots. You go, well, I lost four thousand. I'm going to report to three thousand. Right. But when you own the fucking casino, right? <laughs> he had guys picking up all the losing tickets and just putting them on his taxes for him. Right. That's like, what his we'll, accountants uh, did. Pick up all the losing. Never invested in that Will, it's Point Junkyard. <laughs> As the president wages a re-election campaign, that polls wages say he's is the mean- perfect adverb. Or the re-election campaign that that polls say he's in danger of losing. His finances are under stress, beset by losses and hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, your finances will be under stress too if you have to shell out seven hundred fifty bucks every ten years. <laughs> so, Tommy, what was the loophole that finally allowed them to actually get him and release him? Uh, the New York there was no lo- Attorney General uh, um, and it went to like I think if correct me if I'm wrong. Went to a, like, a, I don't know if it's the Supreme Court, but some kind of, maybe the New York Supreme Court decided well, that he other, Southern District, I think. Yeah. Not Barr, our Attorney General. New York. No, Letitia, not that fascist Letitia piece James. of garbage. It looks like he's the baby in the dinosaur show. Exactly. Letitia James, I think you're speaking of. Yeah. Right. Well, as God the president w- wages a re-election campaign that polls say he's in danger of losing, his finances are under stress, beset by losses and yeah, hundreds of millions of dollars in in debt coming due that he is personally guaranteed. Also hanging over his head is a decades-long audit battle with the IRS over the legitimacy of a $73 million tax refund that he claimed and received after declaring Clarence losses. Right, well, he would always uh, claim that, you know, everyone should release their taxes, and then he said he was going to and didn't, and he used that as an excuse. Right. Well, I'm being audited. I can't do it now, and there's, there's nothing preventing right. it. Yeah, I don't that, know. I don't know if uh, – I got the feeling this guy – he may be a little bit full of shit, a little bit, you know. A little bit? Yeah, a little bit. I don't uh, know about this Trump character. <laughs> Seems a little shady. The tax returns that Mr. Trump has long fought to keep private. Mr. Tell Trump, story of, don't read the New York Times. Now we're really going to get sued. Uh, I'm actually reading it verbatim. Uh, tell a story fundamentally Please, Mr. Different. Trump is my father's name. Call me fucking douchebag. Yeah. 
The tax returns that Mr. Trump has long fought to keep private tell a fundamentally different story from the one that he has sold to the American public. Wow, you don't say. Yeah. His, you, his reports... I, I figured his, he was an honest dude. His reports to the IRS portray a businessman who takes in hundreds of millions of dollars a year, yet rack, racks up losses that he uh, aggressively uh, employs to avoid paying taxes. Yeah, right. Don't believe what he says. Huh? He's saying, right. Now, now he says. I bet on the Giants. Now with, Right. Now, with his financial challenges mounting, the records show that he depends more and more on making money from businesses that put him into uh, put him in potential and often direct conflict with his interests right. as well, president. That's the thing. Shouldn't he be? He, he, he gave it to his kids or something, but it's all bullshit. bullshit. It's all yeah. bullshit. The New York Times has obtained tax return data extending over more than two decades from Mr. Not Trump. many people know this. When you're present, you make $3.50 a year. <laughs> and hundreds of companies that make up his business organizations include detailed information from his first two All years right. in office. Companies such as Wave Tech? <laughs> it does not include this information. Uh, 2018 or 2019, so it stops at around 2017. Yeah, the problem with and Wave article, Tech stops, they go up and down. You know, <laughs> the article offers an Overview article. of the Times find uh, and additional articles, articles will be published, published in weeks. I tried to read that, but the New York Times, uh, I, I looked at the weather and now I'm not allowed to look at it. Like, when, <laughs> you when, did your one yeah, article? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I'm up to 10 articles. Oh, let me shell out. Shell out. I don't know. What are you out of your mind? I'm just going to Google it, stupid. Big, big crackle now, Tom. Yeah, I heard it. Big crackle. All right. My name's yeah. not Tommy or Sean. No, you got crackle. <laughs> You're moving your head and it's crackling. How about crackle? Uh, in, in Mr. Trump's nearly four years in office and across his endlessly oh. hyped decades in the public eye, journalists, prosecutors, opposition politicians, and conspiracists have, with limited success, sought to excavate the enigmas of his finances. Music off saw the conspiracists at uh, Asbury Park. <laughs> <laughs> by with their very nature, by with their very nature, the, the way, Asbury Park just as many, dangerous as that. Many questions unanswered. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't wait till we get some answers days? to these questions. You mean he lied to us? COVID is holding over in 15 days? Exactly. Yeah. Well, Mario's right. His base doesn't give a fine. I think he knew that too. I think he knew that too, but he decided to say, ah, it's not right. Some hillbilly is going to wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, wow, he doesn't pay any taxes. But my my, guy. Here, take my it, gun away. They're starting a GoFundMe page for him. Go find yourself. Exactly. <laughs> Tommy's in charge. He's the the, the, uh, he's the Donald the, Trump Patreon. You get eight hoodies, <laughs> and a trucker cap, and a pin. That's right. We got no, more no, stuff not coming. Not paying taxes is like the new not wearing mask. Right. Exactly. I thought this yeah. was yeah. America. Think about what I just said there. In the last 15 years, a dude has paid $1,500 in taxes. That's insane. That, that's, yeah, insane. that's about what they gave out in stimulus for right. like one month during COVID. Right. Exactly. That's pretty ridiculous, dudes. This story is out of New York. <clears throat> Hold on. Can, can uh, I just be mad? This, can I just say everything? Go for you it. Know, vote. Fucking vote and get everybody to vote. Get your dead grandmother to vote. Get anybody to the poll you can. How's it working out? Yeah. And, and vote often. <laughs> All right. There's yeah. crackly. So. Go ahead, Tommy. What else is this? It's not good, John. It's not so crackly anymore. It's good. Uh, the only number two allowed on the MTA will be the train line. Yes, the MTA's board is apparently slated to formally ban defecating on its subways, buses, and transit facilities <laughs> oh, during its meeting. Shit. Come I'm never on, riding Tommy. the rails again. Exactly. The, uh, <laughs> that was the, the whole uh, reason dirty, I took the train. The dirty deed is already barred under Mario's current rules. I was like, rules. remember when it was, uh, you know, years ago? Everything's changed. You used to hear the shit in the, on a train in the corner yeah, on the floor, and want. now you can't do anything. You sound more, oh, more I, like a Republican weirdo every day, man. 
I watched him pee on a train in Washington, D.C. Yeah. I did pee that? on a train in Washington. In a cup, though. As it was passing by? No, I was... While he was on, on it. Train. I had to go. I have a urinary tract problem. Mother, the railroad is going well. The defecations have <coughs> ceased for the most part. <laughs> The uh, dirty deed is already barred on cur- under current rules, which subjects the rider to a hundred dollar fine for quote creating a nuisance hazard or unsanitary condition. Uh, yeah, I, I would think, including but not limiting to spitting or urinating. However, I don't know if you know this, but change... uh, uh, feces is completely uh, sterile. If you're is desperate it? enough to no. sit on a train, I don't think you have a hundred dollars. Well, Mary, it's funny you say that because, what however, does that mean? I take the train every day, you piece of shit. <laughs> However, the rule change will specifically add, quote, defecating to the list of bodily expulsions. Right. But it's important. This is they're sitting around a, a giant wooden table. <laughs> and Complaints. Tommy, I wonder if yep. I wonder if this decision this was is... uh, inspired by or. Uh, th- there's Motivated been a brash. By... No, yeah, there's been a brash of videos that have gone viral of people defecating on New York City subways. Okay. On the oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see those. That's, That's your thing, thing, huh? Really? Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you if you really want to see it. But you can yeah. self-explanatory. That's fake oh, news from New Jersey. They're pumping we'll it out to Seattle. We'll skip the show next week and just play that instead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, why don't you guys? I'm going to make a new law too. Why don't you guys stop shitting on my show? Complaints of soiled subways surged in 2019, <laughs> according to MTA data. The agency, the agency has insisted at the time that the increase in reports of disgusting subway cars was more a result of vigilant, uh, vigilant riders, not worsening conditions. Nah, Yet he, transit workers have long uh, complained of nasty conditions on trains. Too much shit. Wor- it's a good job, the- kid, but I got to tell you <laughs> right off the bat, there's a lot of human feces. It's a one drawback. Good shift. The workers union, the transport workers, local 100. They're good. Uh, Launched a trash train photo contest in October. You know, when you get like year. 100, like, you know, you're, you're good. Exactly. You're like to local 624. You're like a jerk off. And protest the cuts to cleaning. I'm groups. local 700. Oh, local <laughs> three. <the> worst. Yeah. <laughs> local one is the elevator construction. Like, and the stagehands. Yeah. Who did they blow? Somebody's got to clean up all this shit. Where first? <laughs> The uh, poop ban was first included in a host of new temporary emergency rules back in April in response to COVID. What it was? The oh, board... Hold on a second. Wasn't that a law already? They not like what no. They, so if homeless people are shitting on the train, are the homeless people read the news in the morning. Oh shit, man! I better fucking <laughs> dial it back. Yeah, what are you doing? Just illegal in the public. Yeah. Well, it's funny. It's funny you guys. Say if you that have to go, you have to go. That's the reason it's there. Right. Well, it, it's going to make it. I don't know. Well, the rule. law changed. I got to. You know, I better straighten up and fly right. Right. Well, that's the uh, irony. Got any more heroin? The fun. Opponents say the rules also uh, include pol- policies targeting homeless people who live in the system. Right. You know, it'd be a good idea. You find them. He's going to show up to court. He's shit exactly. right in, on the judge's desk. Call it that. Fuck Stupid. <laughs> this is the stupidest law I ever fucking heard of. I'd like to yep. introduce evidence number one. Yeah, right. I'd like to introduce <laughs> evidence number two. Right. <laughs> I, I once used. I'd like un- to approach the bench. bowel movement as a defense to get out of a HLV ticket. Did it work? Yeah, it worked. I got my doctor to write me a note. <laughs> well, here, Mary. I, I do have. A, when I gotta go, I gotta go. Right. There's no stopping me. Hey, did you hear? There's no more shitting on the train. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> the rule requires riders to exit subway because my weekend. So, John, there's a lot of different rules here that they're implementing. One right. that requires uh, 
subway car riders to exit the line, at, uh, exit the car at the end of the line. So you have to get off of it. Good luck with that. So, that's a homeless issue. You know? Oh yeah, because they sleep there until somebody wakes about? them up. Right. That they're, they're putting oh, at the in end of the line, rules. Right. Yeah. yeah, so you have to do that. Also, ban people from lingering in subway stations for more than an hour. And also mm. a new rule that bars riders from bringing large shopping carts on trains. Yeah, how about they make some fucking like, suitable low-income housing? Right. Exactly, it's all anti-homeless right. rules. Thank you, Adam. I got, a, I got a new rule for you. Put these people in houses. Yeah. Dickhead. Yep. Fucking and pay more than $750 in taxes. The homeless guy shitting on the train is like, ah, oh, shit, I owe 800 Right. Yeah. Right. More than Trump. I'll, I'll make Mr. No. Mr. Uh, Amazon a deal. He wants to build like fucking factories in New York. Then <laughs> Please, he can Mr. house every homeless person. Mr. Amazon, like my that. father's name. That's Call nice me Jeff. Jeff. Proposal. I'm voting for City Council, Adam. Fucking. Be a cold Bezos day in hell before. Is the whole Bezos, other episode. Bezos still trying to do something in uh, Amazon. No, he left and went to Virginia or some shit. Yeah, Fuck yeah. That. He Fuck he decides that. every morning he wakes up and he goes, "I'm not going to solve world hunger. Let me go back to bed." That's right. I saw a meme. He could. I saw a meme on the internet that said if he gave every single one of his workers $100,000 right now, he would have exactly the same amount of money that he had at the start of COVID. That's right. That's exactly That's ridiculous. right. It's ridiculous. If he took off but his shoe the every day for the next <laughs> thousand years, um, he yeah, could give I'm a with... shoe to... Here in Seattle, I'm in the thick of it. You know, they're headquartered here in Seattle. And... Right. People, a lot of people work for him, and he does he does employ a lot of people here in Seattle. For the most part, the gist is he's pretty hated. Bezos, oh, yeah. yeah, you know he's he's got Locally. more money than God, and yep. uh, it's a the problem. And, and he's like, uh, you know, uh, you can't take a break. You, I, you know, go pee in a jar. Why don't you go fuck yourself? We could chop this your is... stupid bald head off. No offense, Brian. As soon as we get a chance, <laughs> gonna guillotine the shit workers. out of you. It's called the gig economy. They just work as indentured servants, like yeah, deliver, that's all it is. part time right. with no benefits. And they Mario, just... Mario, right. I, I live near a Walmart. Landlords. I live near a Walmart, dude. And the most pathetic, sad fucking thing is, is that there's all these RVs that are outside, and they're all the managers and assistant yeah. managers who live in the RVs. Of course, they get out and go to work. Yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy. It's slave wages, man. Yeah, you save on the commute. Hey. Right. So, uh, was that the most depressing news story you ever had? No, actually, no, I, actually I found a of... guy at the bottom of a wave pool. And... <laughs> There's, the story's out of Florida. <clears throat> Evil Knievel's son is reportedly oh. suing Walt, Dis Walt Disney over a daredevil character in the animated film Toy Story That's 4. Right. <laughs> What's the character's <laughs> his name? It, uh, uh, it's, uh, his uh, name uh, is Duke. His name is Duke Kaboom. Vile, vile Duke, Knievel. Duke Kaboom. That's Hugo's that. dog. Yeah, Woody got on the back of his motorcycle <laughs> to get away from uh, when they had to get over to send, uh, Goldilocks. What? Right. <laughs> According to reports, Kelly Knievel has uh, held public rights, uh, publicity rights to his father's name since 1998, right. according to recent court filings. The federal trademark infringement lawsuit claims that Disney's Pixar division did not ask permission to use his father's likeness when creating the character Duke. Kaboom. Yeah, seems like a far leap. There it is, behind Adam. Why, oh, you see that? I think he's got him over a barrel. Or 50. Oh, yeah. Listen, can, can Actually, we... Why don't you tell me the news ahead of time so I can make evil Knievel jokes, you prick? Let's get Evil Knievel's son on the on the show, like we got Andy on the show. That was one of the action park action park rides. You just get on Evil Knievel's motorcycle and go over. No, you get on the back of Evil Knievel's bike and he jumps all day. He's jumping. I would have run. Where's Pete? Work on that. Let's get that Evil Knievel's son. What's his name? 
Uh, Kelly Knievel. Frank, Frank. Please, Mr. Knievel's my father. Knievel. <laughs> Mr. Knievel was my father. What did Evil Knievel Evil die of? No one's like, Evil ooh, heart Knievel. attack. Wow. You know what he died? Actually, you know what he died of? Paper cut. No, he died of lung a disease. Broken heart. Yeah, he smoked a lot. Bullshit. Yeah. He did. That's did fake news. Uh, um, if there was some uh, water at the bottom of that canyon, like an action park, it'd be fine. What did Knievel that? Jr. Knievel Jr. is seeking damages of more than $300,000 over allegations of false imprisonment. No, sorry, uh, false endorsement false and unjust enrichment. So, How much should he sue Super Dave Osborne for? Uh, you know what? Go fuck <laughs> yourself, Evil Knievel Jr. How many barrels have you jumped? Zero. Just sit around. <laughs> Your dad put money in a trust fund? You freaking puss. The 60-year-old tells CNN, quote, Evil Knievel did not thrill millions of around the world, break his bones, and spill his blood just so that Disney could make a bunch of money off of it. Ah, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's kind of the deal. <laughs> My Duke dad broke Kaboom. his neck ten times so I could make all sorts of money I'm here off to of watch him make the jump. <laughs> Duke Kaboom, voiced by Keanu Reeves in last year's film, was a 1970s toy who rides on a motorbike and is, quote, Canada's greatest stuntman, according to the lawsuit. Can was... <laughs> low bar. <laughs> Who's Canada's Pretty second much. greatest stuntman? stuntman? <laughs> Knievel was famous for stunts ah, such as motorbike jump area. over a row of buses at Wembley Stadium. Yeah, he's good. Remember Snake River Canyon? Man, he, I think he missed it once. It, you know, if those episode. buses aren't on fire, like, who gives a shit? Right. Snake River Canyon was his greatest nemesis. <laughs> he, he was always trying to figure out how to jump that. Yeah, I I would use a motorcycle. I'm not sure if it's my Achilles that. heel, both of them which are broken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for now on, Tommy, uh, I want evil can evil news every week. Okay, right. yeah, I thought you guys would like this one. I I've had a good feeling about it. He was serious. <laughs> he was seriously he, he, he was seriously injured many times during 75 different motorbike jumps. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, eventually died of lung disease in 2007. He got, he got hit by a bus. <laughs> All right, you got the number of that bus? Uh, here it says, additionally, an Evil Knievel toy was released, and I think it's behind you know, Adam You right jump now. a million buses, they call you a bus jumper. No, no. In, but, 1973, but, in 1973, with a white helmet and a jumpsuit, with a motorbike that could be propelled with a wind-up device. Disney and Pixar released a similar Duke Kaboom toy for Toy Story 4, and the toy was featured in McDonald's Happy Meal. Yeah, I think it's Super Dave. What the fuck? That's what Ryan said. I agree with that. You know? Bullshit. So you got to side with uh, the Super Dave Osborne, by the way, is the funniest character ever. That yeah. guy. I mean, he's, the, he's, rules. He, he's an indifferent evil Knievel. Like, he's right. just, <laughs> just moody. He just talks about like the stuff. Pissed off. Show. He doesn't want to be there. He has no respect for Letterman. It's the greatest thing ever. It's a fun <laughs> show. He <laughs> passed like, away oh, pretty man. recently, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he yeah. ended up jumping this. Yeah. He went the same way as Knievel. He's just short. Jumped the chasm of life and failed. What's his name? Einstein, I believe his name was. Yeah. Oh, Super Dave Einstein. Funkhauser. 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 This story's out of Vietnam. Voice like an angel. Oh, Tommy, Evil Knievel never made the jump, but there's a monument to him at Idaho Town, Twin Falls. And it seems like somebody actually did it years later in a. Twin Falls is my least favorite day. Yeah, and this is a bit we like to call Mario Reads the Internet. And uh, stops talking. Idaho, 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 Idaho Town Falls, make up your mind. 
There's a guy who actually did it years later in a rocket-powered cycle. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. What was his Evil name? Evil Knievel and Gene, Mold- Gene Mobile Hill. <laughs> d- d- jerk off Danger Smith. I really wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised Eddie if Braun. they got e- Eddie Braun. <laughs> My middle name. Yeah. Indifferent yeah. Knievel. Indifferent Knievel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you get a jump today? Ah, uh, nah, maybe. What's the point? No, I don't he know. failed twice. He failed twice, actually. Hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Evil Knievel showed up at Action Park one day for like a promo. I bet that happened. Right. Right. That was about to suggest. Hey, hey we got to put asses in seats here, baby. We need people to get in there. <laughs> what else is in the news? Well, John, this story is out of Vietnam. Right. <clears throat> Evil Knievel. Police in Vietnam have reportedly confiscated nearly 350,000 used condoms, which had apparently been cleaned and resold as new. Oh, man. That's gross. What is broad- Yo, man, it is very you know, gross. Recycle. Recycle. It's a true story. Confiscated. Were people holding on to them? Like, no, you'll never see. Get a pry this out of my cold pan. Footage broadcast by state-owned Vietnamese television, or VTV, obtained by TRNN this week, showed dozens of large bags containing used contraceptives scattered Mm -hmm. across the floor of a warehouse Mm -hmm. in the southern province of Bing Dong. You made that up. No, Bing Bing Dong. All right. I'm not going to justify that with a joke. Let's keep moving. Police said the bags weighed nearly 800 pounds, or the equivalent to 345,000 condoms. Right. Well, I have serious questions about empty the story, or, Tommy. Really, Tommy. It's real, they, dude. It's one. How do they? How do they? How do, they how, how do you? Col- how do you? How do you collect them all? How do you roll mm-hmm. them back up? Why would you're you gonna even find, fucking do it? Poke you're going to find out. Questions. You're, you're going to find out. Well, the things owner... are different in Vietnam. Adam. See, this is the point. We got to defund the police. They got nothing to do all day. They're fucking out there picking up used rubbish. The owner of the warehouse uh, at least Bao... bang somebody with a stick once in a while. What the hell are you doing? What's that name again, Tommy? Uh, Bao Hu. Uh, I, told... I guess, I guess Wait, you don't uh, have John's phonetics. What's on second? <laughs> yeah, who's on first? <laughs> are you telling me? I don't know. What's on second? Shut up, also, Adam. Adam, I, I could also say that in Vietnam they didn't say that condoms are to be reused as prophylactics. We don't know what they were reusing them for. That, uh, uh, and thank God, God, God. Uh, if, uh, Robin Williams taught the Vietnamese to play baseball. You remember that? Right? <laughs> well, uh, good morning, Vietnam. Brian, it's funny you say that because of the owner's warehouse, the owner of the warehouse, Bao Hu, told Tiernan that he received Are a quote monthly, a quote, a quote monthly input, a monthly input of used condoms from an unknown person. Uh-huh. Monthly input. Go ahead. I jumped over a bus once. Yeah, what? How'd you get the number of that bus? <laughs> Get the number that bus. What happened when you jumped yeah. over the bus? Yeah. What happened? I'm scared to talk about it. <laughs> what up, was... Fud? It's Fud from Middle Village. What's going on, boys? What's going on? What's up with Mario? Were you on the food truck when you jumped? Where the do you bus? want to start? Start. I was in a food cart. I jumped over a food truck. <laughs> you got to really build up the speed. To... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was at the end of the day. There were no sandwiches left. Fud, did you ever true. meet Evil Knievel? The ice, was, the ice was all melted. Did you ever go to Action Park, Fud? No, I don't do things like that. It's dangerous for me. <laughs> very, it's very concerned. Not recommended. Not recommended. The one-eyed fat man. <laughs> the one-eyed fat man, he says. All the best to the poor bastards that live out there. 
Listen, I went on the Circus Ride Evo. It was called the Hulk. The Hulk. Hulk. It was in, oh, it was in uh, Florida, one of those places. Not Magic Kingdom. Yeah, you got that's a, you that's got a, a scary place. one. Universal. How did that work out go. for you, Fudd? Universal. It was Fuck, horrible. Fuck I was going to die in 30 seconds. It was over. <laughs> you shit your pants doing that one. You got they a paint card, everyone buddy. green. You gotta watch it. You got a weak heart. You shouldn't be doing those things. Hey, Fudd, you can stay on the line, but I got to move on with the news here to get to Ryan's game. We gotta, let's go. What's it, what else? Can I listen to the news? Yeah, man. Oh, stay I'm on. Watching it on the show. Stay on the line, sir. Stay on the line. Yes, okay. absolutely. All right. Go ahead, Tommy. What? What? what, what right. So, police police said the bags of used condoms weighed nearly 800 pounds, or the equivalent of 345,000 condoms. The owner of the warehouse in in Vietnam, Bao Hu, told Tiernan that he received a, quote, monthly input of used condoms from a, quote, unknown person. Hmm. Will Chamberlain. (laughs) A woman detained during the boss. See, I told you, it's real, right? Yeah, we're we're busting them out right now. It said a woman detained detained during the boss named Lee Mean told TRNN, no, told police that she used, uh, that the prophylactics were first boiled in water, then dried out in the sun, then reshaped on a wooden phallus before being repackaged right. and resold as condoms again. Yeah. Wow. Well, how did they get all the different varieties, like ribbed and, uh, you know? I, I don't think they went that far, dude. <laughs> I was the lambskin guy myself. Of course. I was. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, oiled. About 40 years ago when my father had his company and we found Night Rider. Rubbers stashed in a wall, like when we did a demo. I, I don't know if it was a on a wall, but like a whole fucking pack of these things. I never saw them before. Night Rider. Right. I like that. Have you ever heard of those? Yeah, no, if you know. Like like David Hasselhoff brand. Pictures I, of kit on them. If you I have sex during the day, you can't. You, you have to. You can't do it. You have to wait. When I was seven, I found a box yeah. like a. My father had a hundred condoms. It was, you know, the economy pack. Night in the bedroom, and I blew them all up and tied them together. And I was wearing one in my head. I had about twelve bouncing in the air. And my mom and dad came in. I never <laughs> knew why they were so was angry. Born. <laughs> I never knew why they were so freaking angry. Your dad had a hundred condoms, man. We we were that close. You were to... supposed to be an only child. <laughs> the now, one yeah. time he left it off, we ended up we ended up with him on the radio show. <laughs> That's right. I'm the reason. Let's they move on quick. Box. Let's go. Ryan sitting here with the game. Brian, Brian, did you have a question? Brian, musical. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, all right. A, a woman, uh, the woman was uh, busted. Uh, a woman detained during the bust, Lee Mead, told police that she used the prophylactics to first boiled in water and then reshaped on a wooden phallus and was resold. It, it's not clear how the recycled condoms had already had already been sold, so they're not sure. The woman, the detained woman, said she received seventeen cents for every kilogram of recycled condom material that she produced. I can't believe Mario's dad with a hundred condoms is nice. Thing. That guy must be fucking like a maniac. He's banging your mom. How much can I get? He's banging your mom like three times a day. Your mom. How much do I get per kilogram? Seventeen cents. Your mom in Vietnam. That's better than Marlboro Miles. (laughs) Neither she nor the owner of the warehouse. uh, How much does one weigh? Uh, clean. You weigh it loaded or empty? I, I'm not really sure here, but uh, but according to this, that's the news. All right, good Woo! news there, Tommy. We're glad, <laughs> man. Yeah, Mario's dad mom in Vietnam had a million condoms, and we the uh, one fucking time. I, huh? I don't know. I don't know metrics, but milligrams is like one thousandth of a gram. <laughs> right. I don't know metrics. 
She got she gets seventeen know, cents per kilogram. Twenty eight grand ounce though. Right, you should see Tommy's deck. It's ten millimeters long. You made a wrong uh, correction. Let's go. And uh, Ryan, every week Ryan comes to the game. We're in the game. Oh, boy. How much yeah. time? Thanks for playing. Another. Now you see why I'm trying to rush. And now from a barrage in Queens. What's in the game, Ryan? Hey, we're gonna play this great new game. New. New. Two. Put it in the books, cuz. Put it in the books. And put the Mets season in the books. Put it in the books, Rest in peace, Mets. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, I'm going to... We lost 15-5. to 5. I hope I ruined that for Mario. Sucks. No, I kind of caught you it halfway after the soccer game. We were losing... Yankees, Yankees made the playoffs. Oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah. Imperialist. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the name of somebody who's famous, and you're gonna tell me what they're famous for. Oh, I like it. <laughs> if you don't get it on the first, if you don't get it right away, I'll read uh, some multiple choice answers, and uh, we'll pick from there. We're gonna shout out or go to each person to person. We're gonna do. Uh, we'll do shout out. <laughs> one, answer, one answer and stop. Right? Can right. you keep? Can you keep yelling answers, or can you just give one and you're done? Eighteen minutes left. Well, on the. Before the multiple choice, you can you can give me a couple of answers, but if okay. uh, nobody gets it by then, then we'll go to multiple choice. And you can begin. only say one answer at that point. Right. Right. All right. You so have enough number, clarification? Number one, Richie McCaw. Mm. Richie McCaw. Mm -hmm. That's the name of an actual person? It's the name of an actual person. And Boxer. this person is famous for something very specific. Yeah, he invented the polio vaccine. Rubik's Cube. He invented the Rubik's Cube. He trained parrots. Nope. Three, two, one. No other answers. All right. Is he A, a news anchor? B, a fast food icon? I know who's not a news anchor. Or C, a rugby player? <laughs> C. B. C. C. B. C. C's correct. C. He's C. from New Zealand? He's a two-time champion and a three-time player of the year. He's good. Yeah. I follow. He's right. on my fantasy rugby team. Ryan, what country, what country is he from, Ryan? That what New Zealand. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan takes uh, – Mara takes score. How do I know – everybody just yelled out. And I, I don't think know that was uh, Adam that got the answer right. Is that correct? Yeah, it's just is the first like a real sport. Who got it first? Adam. Adam has one point. Let's go. What's oh, the answer? Okay. Number two. Let's last. I'll lose. Renee Fleming. Ugh. Renee Ice skater. Fleming. Ice skater, yeah. No, that's Peggy Fleming, you moron. Peggy Fleming. Yeah, yeah. A painter. Go on. Go on. Oh, I see you have a Fleming. You have a very good eye. Three, two, uh, one. What did you say, Fudd? What did you say, Fudd? No, another Fleming would be the Bond. Oh, the Bond. That's, right. that's Ian, Ian Fleming. Ian Fleming. So, <laughs> sir, Ian Fleming. Renee Fleming. <laughs> is Renee Fleming an opera singer? A figure skater? Or a silent film? film star. A. A. Whoever said A is correct. Ah. I think that was Mario. Brian, Brian. Brian. Musikoff. Yeah, yeah. Renee Fleming is an opera singer. Real famous. She plays at Lincoln Center. Oh, cool. Number three. What do you know about that? Nothing. Number three. VJ Singh. Ah. Oh. Uh, tennis player. Who? Oh. He's golf golfer. Golfer is correct. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's right. Ole. Golfer. Golfer is correct. Even I knew that. Rudolf Nuryev. Tennis. Dancer. Rudy Calhoun. Hockey Dancer. player. Chess player. Mario, Dancer. be more specific. Ballet dancer. That's correct, Mario. Rudolf Nuryev is a ballet dancer. One of the options was hockey player. 
The other one was film director. Number five, Giada De Laurentiis. Oh, uh, she's a what was that? fashion what designer. Fa- fashion designer. John, John got it right. John got it right. Celebrity chef. What? I didn't even hear it. What did John say? Uh, John said cook. It's correct. Now that's the Oh, it's Gina De Laurentiis. I Giada. I try to keep up. Uh, number six, Luis Aparicio. Oh. Baseball plays. That's, to- right. that's Tommy's mechanic. Oh. What team do you play for? Uh, the, the Giants there. No. <laughs> Fox. Cardinal, Cardinals. The, the Whites. Willits Point Dragons. One of the most famous shortstops. 1984 Hall of Famer. Number seven. You got that. One more team. I think Adam. that was Adam. Number, what the team? White what so- team? The White Sox, yeah. I said. Right, let's move. Oh. Number that seven. Guy was the baseball player. Yeah. Name again? Right. Aparicio. Luis Aparicio. Number seven. T.J. Cloutier. Who told it's you? It's a that? hockey player. T.J. Cloutier. The internet, fud. Is T.J. Cloutier famous for being a Beat Generation writer? He's the president of Ottawa Province. A poker player. Or poker player. An, poker. Or an Irish folk singer. Irish folk singer. Irish folk singer. Poker a. player is correct. Mario guy. T.J. Cloutier, yeah. God, it was a World Series that. of Poker. Right, I think I read a book by that guy. That's what I'm losing. Number eight, <laughs> Prince <laughs> Prince Charles. Prince Mono Charles. He's a rapper. He's a, uh, he's a musician. Uh, royal. Is Prince Charles the Prince of Sussex, Ooh. the Prince of Cambridge, or the Prince of Wales? Wales. 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 Prince of Wales. Wales. Prince of Wales. Wales. I got it first. Tommy. Thank you. No, excuse me. I got it. I think I got it first. Give him both a point. No. The Prince of Pedophiles. Give John a point. Uh, oh, no, I know John hates when I do this. That's the wrong one, Fud. I got a I know I Tommy. Brian, point of con- I know drama? John hates when I do this. No, it's the other one. Lost Fud. Prince, that would be Prince Andrew. That's right. <laughs> hey, Ryan. Yes. Hey, pedophile. Ryan. Okay, what, Marius? Point of contention. How about everybody just picks A, B, or C, and whoever Oh, gets stop. There's right 10 minutes left. There's just up to you. Go ahead. Yelling is crazy. Question number nine. Yelling is always crazy. Yeah, take a note. Number nine, Carl Bernstein. Uh, he's a, a, Writer. A, 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 Writer. a reporter. Journalist. Journalist. Newspaper columnist. Yeah. yeah. Give it to Tommy. Why? Writers. Are like well, t- technically, he is a writer. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's nothing without Woodwoods. <laughs> Number 10. 10. Salson. Oh, that's a. Um, she is a politician. Who? What'd you say? Politician. Is Sarah Paulson a, a film actor? Oh, sir, she's yeah. a film actor. Actress, yeah. Okay. Paul. Paul got it, yeah. yeah. Not a suffragette and not a WNBA player. <laughs> Johannes Gutenberg. Ah, a printer. A inventor. Right. The fifth beastie inventor. boy. Right away. What do you invent, Mario? The, the printing press. The right. movable type. The, the movable type. Correct. Mm. He's not an Very astronomer good, and mm. he's not a physicist. By the way, the Life of the Barge book is out and I signed them all with auto pen. I guarantee so you Fudd's going to get this one. Doug Henning. He's a magician. Musician. John, what magician? John I'm sorry. Magician. Thank you. An illusionist. An illusionist. Four. Right. Doug Henning is not a... a uh, he's actually tried to be a politician also. Yeah, I wish the show Tommy, would I'm disappear. I'm giving it to Tommy for illusionist. No! John said it hey, first. Are you out of your mind? John said it first. It's, he Listen, said magician. Wait a minute. That's four points. John, 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 John said... Trying to make me figure it John, out. John said magician. I said illusionist. Or whatever. Hey, Ryan, you tell me who gets the point. John I do! Thank you. There's I don't no know. Confusion. I here. There's old. never been a confusion here. It's, hey, it's been hey, Ryan, he, Doug Henning is also a famed mustachian. Oh, Did you yeah. ever see his mustache? <laughs> that guy has a mustachio. Yeah, he does. Uh, he was and a, a mullet. He was a hippie. He yeah. was a dirty hippie. <laughs> Number 13, Lewis Marks. 
Ah. A swimmer. Create, uh, created the plane? Lewis <laughs> Marks. Was I've he created a, the plane. Was he a political revolutionary? No. A toy maker? Toy maker. Toy maker. Toy maker. I said it first. He was a toy I maker. I said it first. Thank you. Made ten litho toys. I said it way before any of you. John did Ryan, give me the, the one. There is, a, there is a delay, though, but anyway. John yeah, did well, say first. Why don't you go on a show with no delay and we'll talk about it. Piet Mondrian. Painter. Painter. Mario guy. Hockey player. Eh, Mario guy. Who got the last one, Ryan? I John. Hey, John. Every time it's me, you forget to put it down, right? Piece <laughs> of shit. Damned if I do, damned if I don't. Yeah, well, don't. Number, number 15, three more left. I would go with don't. Caesar Milan. Oh, he's, a, he's a, a, a dog Dog trainer. whisperer. Uh, who got it? Me. The television oh. host. I give it to John. You have to give it to me. I got it. <laughs> Your charity case. Well, while, you, while you were trying to dig it up, I heard people talking. I couldn't hear what they said. I'm sweating. Listen, Ryan, I'm sweating. The, the, the methodology here is tough. Yeah, yeah. the methodology is I get the question right, you get it wrong, and yeah. I get the point. It's all right. It's, it's, all right? You know, it's Sunday night. As Come on, guys. As methodology. Neruda. Painter. Swimmer. What's the name? Pablo oh, poet, poet. That's right. He is a poet. All right. There's Paul. Yeah, he knows it. And he did you look at it and hear the name, Paul. I would have gotten that. He was never Pablo called an Neruda. asshole. The, the crackle. Last, yeah. Number 17, final question. Frederick Hibberts. Uh, architect. Doctor. Scientist. Simpsons Frederick Tom. Hib Simpsons character. Dr. Hibberts. Paging Dr. Hibberts. Physicist. Is he a political essayist? Signee yes. of the Declaration of Independence. Hey. Or a reggae artist. Reggae artist. What's his real name, Mario? Or what's his stage he name? Helbert is Gregory Isaac. Toots Mantle. No, no. Toots. Toots, Toots Hibberts. Right, Mario gets Toots one point. Toots the... He just got <laughs> it. I got it right. No, Mario got it. I no, got I it. Toots. Mario got it with reggae. That, that was Bobo Chipman in the chat box got it. All right, well, you want a winner? We have time. Sure, have why time, not? Guys. We have time. nine minutes. Oh, wow. Oh, we'll uh, the winner the with six points. Thank you. Almost almost beaten by me Thank is John Houlihan. Yes, please drink. That's the right. Oh, there's, John, there's, would you like to say anything? Yeah, there's really no satisfaction. Oh, look at the time. That's all the time we have for the show. Thanks for playing <laughs> the Ryan game, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for playing another edition of The Ryan Game. Uh, anyone have anything to plug? No, Watch uh, Filthy Rich. It's the greatest TV show ever. We would like to thank Good. our esteemed guest, Andy Mulvihill. Yeah. Thank you. He's thank the you, author Andy. of Action Park, Fast Times, Wild, Wild Rides, Home mm -hmm. Stories of America's Most Dangerous Music Park. Why am I plugging this guy? He owns golf courses. Kiss my hand. He doesn't believe in lockdowns. Yeah, he has to borrow two grand and nothing. He paid fifteen hundred dollars. It's in a great book. Yeah, <laughs> I bet he pays his taxes though. <laughs> I wonder what Kelly Knievel is up to. He uh, it's on available on Penguin, Penguin Random House, and we thank him for coming. It's very nice of him to come. A good interview. I think you're talking about Action Parks. Great. Yeah, man. And I thank Brian Musikoff and Paul Hanley for coming in and helping us out with that. That interview. was special. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice job, buddy. I have a. I have a plug. I'd like to uh, uh, make an appeal to the audience to go check us out on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash live from the barrage or on Twitter at from the barrage or on Instagram at live from the barrage. And if you like what you hear, you can follow us on Spotify. You can listen to us on iTunes and you can also throw us a buck if you're into it to go to patreon.com slash the barrage. And uh, we love hearing from you. So if you like yeah. what you hear, leave us a re positive review on the podcast. We'd love to hear. Yeah, it does help. If you go on iTunes and uh, uh, give a review, that, that would help us out a lot. Big I've time. seen Big people making reviews lately, and it's it's, it's, it's heartening. I, I feel like 
Maybe uh, there'll be one more show. <laughs> it all means I'm going on there and giving you a bad review. Yeah. Also, yeah, this go is ahead. Why don't you put a dollar into the Patreon, give me a bad review, and come over to my house and light it on fire, you, you cock of shit. Big things I swear to God, Patreon. I can't Stay wait to the day where I explode and kick the fuck out of you. I'm going to kick your ass so hard. <laughs> I, made it. I noticed so something last night. Over. It's been building up for years. Like You're the worst friend. I'm going to beat the shit Every out of you. Every time he comes oh, walking out of your house, he's whoa. chewing. This moment As right here is like... you pick up my lifeless body... From yeah, the ground, you'll be filled with remorse. I, I am. No, I would give a fuck. I mean, only reason hey, Adam, I, I feel you. Oh, you, have a, you. you have a great interview with Andy, and then you ask him the one last <laughs> question. It's like, well, the kid died at the bottom of the pool. We right, get to yeah. the end of the show, and John's like, I'm going to fucking kill you, Mario. Kill Mario. Adam, <laughs> Adam, that's that's Daddy's going to kill Mario. Adam, that's something compared to the time where the show was ending. With the last 30 seconds of the show, you just see John go from one box with Brady Bunch <laughs> yeah. to the other one to choke Mario. I had to take a three weeks leave of absence for mental issues. God. I was a battered uh, podcast guest. God. It's like Homer choking. Always the victim. Yeah, <laughs> Now All he's right. a guest. So it's fair to say, John and uh, and all, this is, this is the first episode on Sunday's no, at no, 7 p.m. The second, second one. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, second. Second. <laughs> we we listen to your one, show, too. First one with the guest. And it might be the last, but we might switch back on other nights. But we'll see how that yeah, goes. Yeah, we'll see. It's, it, you know, it all depends. It's a, it's a strange world out there, and uh, my job yeah. is up in flux. Trouble. There's really nothing I can do about it. I'm kind of at the mercy of whatever. So uh, it'll be That's Sundays fine. for a while. We'll see what happens <laughs> next one, month. Hopefully, we we'll go back to Fridays, which will be... Uh -huh. We're also working on some new guests too, so yeah. uh, get get ready to hear some cool lineups for some cool guests. Yes. So, anything to plug for next week as of yet? No. Um, no. Well, no. we don't want to reveal. No, this, this, reveal. no. But you're gonna want to listen. Uh, you're gonna want to tune in for this one, man. It's uh, yeah, top it. secret. All right. We're gonna have a uh, broadcast reveal party. Next week, uh, <laughs> and Patreon you only. On this show. I guess we'll be. Oh, married. good because you know what, John? I'm taking your your Friday night slot for the replay of my own show. So, all right, let's see but if you get listen, that. uh, that's let's fine. See if you that's, that that's fine. But you know, when you, I got, why don't you tell us about your show, Brian? Listen, no, 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 this is live from the barrage. Not, I'm just saying no, you're not no, getting no. that Friday slot back unless Conan. Oh, I'm getting it back. I'm getting it back. Wait, the schedule. Hey, I control the schedulers, so we'll see about that. Yeah, all right. I'll be when you hear a knock at the door in Seattle, and it's me. Anybody want to help well, me? If that's to what Brian? it takes to get your ass to visit me, I'll accept it. I will. Brian, visit. what's the I'll, name of your I'll, show? Yeah, I'll pay you a visit. What's <laughs> Just hold what's on that? to my spot. I'm coming back. No, no, no. Right, you jump right Sunday. to my fucking grave, huh, motherfucker? Jump right to my grave. It's a grave body still warm. Fucking prime time over what's here. What's the big ideas over here? I swooped in, man. I'm a vulture. I want that Friday so, spot. When does music off with uh, music on with music off air uh, as of right now? Thank you. It airs on. Um, Holy shit, when does my show air? It airs on Thursday. <laughs> That's right. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Damn Eastern. right it does. Nice. That's After Conan's show, right? Yes, yes. And the replay is whenever. I'm just kidding, John. But no, right now you it can, is you set can for hold your on. slot, but it'll move if you if you come back. I realize it's, it's selfish of me to be holding on to uh, multiple slots, but I don't know what else to do. No, you, this Live from the Barrage is the best show. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Thank you, Brian Musicoff. Thank you, Mario. Thank Thanks you. for having Thank us. You, John. Adam. Thank you, John. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, uh, Tommy Rockstar, Red Out Ryan Carlson. Um, uh, I have no thanks for Sully Pete or Pat Walsh. You can go fuck yourself. And, uh, <laughs> next. I miss Pete Patted. Yeah, where's 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 Stephen Sully today too? Uh, uh, Sundays Sundays aren't good for us. Yeah, it's Sundays are hard. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so start combing your freaking hair, Paul Hanley. Let's go do something. Wow, what a Paul bragger! Hanley, what, already, look at Paul. What a braggart! 
You have anything to, you have anything to plug? Didn't realize Paul's here. Yeah. Look who's giving yeah. you grooming yeah. advice. Yeah, we're talking about you, Paul. Where'd you yeah, get all yeah, that? Yeah. Give me yeah. some of that hair. Give me your, give your hair care regimen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, just cut it off and mail it to me. I'll wear it. Yeah. Brian, I like your facial your hair. It looks good, actually. Yeah. I, Thank I you, everyone. Good. We'll see you next Thank week, you. maybe, if I don't uh, hang myself with a belt. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Thank you, Ryan, for joining me. Appreciate you. Wow, it's only 9.57, so we have an hour and more show to go here. <laughs> I, Sunday night. I misread it as 9.59. Put it in the box! At the Mets, 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 and uh, we'll see you next time. What a fucking mess. Exactly. What is it, Hogan? Good, good. Oh!